0: This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty.
1: Hello, friends. Welcome to The Monty Show, presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Tell you, every single day on the show, they're just good people to do business with. And when you're in trouble, You've had a car accident. You got hurt at work. You want the advocates on your side because they're compassionate. They employ empathy in every one of their cases because they've seen it. They've been there. And as dire as you feel like your consequences are, trust me, the advocates have answers for you. In fact, you can get those answers for free right now at theadvocates.com where you can chat with an injury attorney live online and it won't cost you a dime at the advocates.com boy an interesting day of news uh we were all set to lead the show today for the first time i feel like in uh, in months we were not going to lead with college football we were firing no i'm not lying to you we were going to fire darvin ham uh it was going to be awesome and then the florida attorney general sent a demand letter to the acc conference Stating her desire to have all documents related to the ACC grant of rights, and there is an important stipulation in there we're going to get to in a minute, but I have to tell you, I do not understand why the Florida Attorney General is still involved in this. This thing with Florida State continues to be a black eye now, I think, on the entire face of college football, because you have a public entity, the Attorney General, Quite literally, the lawyer that represents the citizens of the state of Florida is now sending demand letters to the ACC asking them to break a long-held process just so that Florida State can feel better about the situation that they're in. Jake, this feels like an incredible waste of time and money to me.
0: Absolutely, and I I, I think the crazy thing about this situation is it, it just continues this cycle of Hey, we're upset about something. So we're going to demand a bunch of documents. We're going to sort of, you know, puff our chest out and make a bunch of noise. And let's just see what happens. And ultimately, if we don't have any evidence and nothing comes of it, then we don't really care what damage might have been done. We don't really care what the side effects of our terrible behavior are, but we're just still going to do this. And essentially hope for the best because we're politicians and attorney generals and people who hold office and we need to use this opportunity to push our own brand up. And that's really what I feel like this is. This is, you know, whether it's whether it's your governor, your attorney general, like, you know, your senator, like whoever you want to point to in the state of Florida has gotten involved in this thing one way or the other. And, and it just bothers me that politicians waste their time over and over again on something that, frankly, is a tiny uh, grain of sand on a beach of an issue compared to the bigger things in life. Yeah, and I, I continue to feel like this is not about Florida State versus
1: the ACC. It, it's wild to me. The first thing I want you to look at, this is the, the press release that we got this afternoon from the Florida Attorney General's office You'll notice here that this is the uh, ACC's refusal to produce the agreements. Attorney General Moody sent a public records request demanding executed copies of multiple uh, media agreements between ACC and the ESPN, executed copies of the 2014 amended multiple media agreement, executed copies of the grant of rights, any other executed agreement agreements referred to as ESPN agreement and any other executed agreements between ACC and the Walt Disney company. Now, maybe I am just, again, I'm Aaron Rodgers all over, right? I'm a conspiracy theorist, but why are you using ESPN everywhere? And then when we really get to the balls of the issue, you change that to the Walt Disney company. And I would Go back and remind you that the state of Florida and the Walt Disney company are locked in a very, very, I mean, nasty is putting it politely, public relations battle that is is really threatening the the tax and revenue in Orlando and in the Disney district. And it has been ugly, it has been vitriolic, it has been personal. I mean, any word that you want to use. And now all of a sudden, the Florida Florida attorney general, who by all accounts has done a, a, a good job since she took office. Ashley Moody is her name. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden is going after Disney related to Florida State and the ACC. And this goes back to all of the YouTube comments we've gotten, all of the tweets I got last night about how Florida State never agreed to the amendment that lengthened the grant of rights in the ACC that seems to be what most Florida State fans are are you know where where they're perched over this battle for what they say is is their very ability to compete at the highest levels in college football mm-hmm. well here's the issue that extension that Florida State supposedly never agreed to and no ACC members voted on. Well, the funny thing is you forget that that was part and parcel of the original grant of rights and the original deal with ESPN. And who triggered that extension? Was it ESPN? It was not. It was the ACC and its members wanting to build the ACC network, which then triggered the extension to make it worthwhile financially for for ESPN. So we could sit here and play these word games where, well, we never agreed to that. Nobody voted on that. Well, you signed the contract that had the, the provision that if ESPN creates the ACC network, the grant of rights is extended. And there's, just, there's no way out of this, which is why when you look at the language and the inflammatory language that A.G. Moody uses here, And you read this in in the press release says, Attorney General Ashley Moody today sent a public records request to the ACC uh, demanding that uh, the college athletics organization (laughs) immediately turn over public records currently being withheld from Florida State University. Now, again, I would remind you, no records are being withheld from Florida State. What Florida State and what the, the Attorney General doing are doing here is wordsmithing, because the way it works in, in the ACC, and why, I don't know, but it's been a long-held process in the conference that up until now, everybody has agreed to, where if you want to review the grants of rights and related documents, you have to go to the ACC headquarters, and attorneys for almost every ACC member have done that repeatedly. ACC school presidents have done that. Everybody agrees. Hey, we're gonna go to the ACC headquarters to review this grant of rights and the media deals. Now all of a sudden, you're you're intentionally withholding. No, they're not. You just don't like the rules and how they're applied to you. This is a nothing burger. This is a a situation where Florida State doesn't have a remedy for their problem. So now they're going to use all of their available resources, which apparently includes the Attorneys General of, of Florida, and they are going to demand. Now, I would also note to you, this isn't a lawsuit. This isn't, It does it have teeth? Yes, it's the Florida Attorney General. It has teeth. Is it the end of the world? Is it going to change the direction of Florida State's lawsuit against the ACC? It's not. Is Florida State going to get out of the ACC? Maybe. Is the ACC in a position where maybe they negotiate an exit? Sure. Is Florida State going to go to court and win a case against the ACC? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. And I, again, just point back to what now many sources have said to us. Find me a place where a school is sued and gotten out of a grant of rights. Well, they haven't. And you can't because it's never happened.
0: Man, I just think that this is is Michigan 2.0. This is, hey, we. I would agree with we, that. we don't, we don't, we don't like the the fact that we don't have a solution to what we deem a problem. So we're gonna create a problem. We're going to. It's like the wolf of Wall Street, right? Hey, your job is to is to do X, and to do that, you got to do Y. Well, Florida State Attorney General feels like it's her job to, I guess, create an issue. So the way she's gonna do that is demand a bunch of documents that she very clearly has access to. So that's what I think is so surprising. And and that's what I think we as, as sports observers, if you will, like you, us on the show, like everybody who's watched this situation, like you have to pay attention to what they're really saying. Cause I agree. This is wordsmithing 2.0. Like it's this all is, it is. Th- this is, this is exactly what we saw out of the, the, the Michigan situation when they tried to go to court. In fact, I would say this is a lot of what we saw in the PAC 12 situation when they went to court. Like, Huff and puff our chest and, you know, really, you know, oh my God, the world's ending. And then when we get down to it, nobody has a great answer to, well, if you don't like what the agreement says, why'd you sign it? Nobody has a great answer to that. Nobody, nobody, nobody can prove that, that, you know, you were at gunpoint when you signed the contract. Cause we all know you weren't. It is a, it
1: is a very simple case of contract law. That's all this is. And it, I think that's a very good point you make there. Where's the duress? Where is the, Hey, homie was holding my daughter hostage. So I signed the grant of rights or
0: where is that? Where's the example of, uh, you know, you were tricked because that's the other angle that I think, you know, a certain sector of seminal nations trying to run out there that, Oh, well, there was, you know, this secret agreement between yeah. ESPN and the ACC and we never signed off on that, even though it's in the grant of rights and you signed off on it. Like that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's in the document. And, and I think so often nowadays, and, and I think you pointed this out uh, on this or on Michigan, where it's like, hey, did you not read the document? Like, did you not go, okay, first word here, last word here, what's everything in between say? Well,
1: and I, I'll just say again what I said yesterday. Okay, there's there's two questions here, and both of them are poorly poorly directed for Florida State in terms of trying to win this. Because I'll also remind you, there's no winner, no matter what happens in that courtroom. The ACC is going to lose. Florida State's going to lose, no matter what the ruling is. Mm -hmm. So my two questions for Florida State. Did you read the grant of rights that you signed? Yes, I did. Okay, was there a gun to your head? Was there any duress? Because they can't prove duress. So yeah, you did. Okay, I move for an immediate directed verdict in our favor. No, I did not read the grant of rights and I signed it. Move for an immediate, like there's no, you either read it and signed it or you didn't read it and you signed it because nobody said it was forged. Nobody has claimed there was any kind of strong arming. And truly at the end of the day, and I've heard this from a couple of people now, and I think it rings true. It makes a lot of sense to me. I don't even believe that Florida State is trying to get out of the grant of rights. I think they are trying to find a way to afford their buyout of the grant of rights. I think because the one thing that you keep hearing about, it's half a billion dollars. It's half a billion dollars. It's they want that to be, you know, a quarter of a billion dollars. They want that to be a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. And the issue is in a lot, I think a lot of people forget this, understand how grant of rights work. The grant of rights is not between Florida state and ESPN. The grant of rights is between Florida State and the ACC, who then signs a deal with ESPN to be the home of ACC sports and the ACC network. And so you're you're suing the ACC. And what the attorneys general of, of Florida is trying to do is turn up the heat on the Walt Disney Company and I would note, they have a very, very open line of communication between the Attorney General of Florida and the Walt Disney Company thanks to this ridiculousness in the developmental district at, at Disney, yeah, in I mean, Orlando. Dude,
0: the grants of rights, like again, literally says that, hey, we're giving, we, Florida State, sign this agreement, granting our rights to the ACC, our television and distribution rights to the ACC to go out and do a deal that we already knew was ESPN when we signed the grant of yes. rights. Because let's be very clear on how that process works as well. Because I think a lot of people like to say, "Oh, well, the ACC, you know, you know, just went to whoever." I mean, yeah, ESPN's cool, but before Florida State had no idea. Florida State and everybody else in that conference damn well knew what the what the distribution model was going to be before they signed their grant of rights. Yep. We we all remember how the PAC 12 negotiations went like, this is not a new process, which is the other thing that I want to point out here. Everyone wants to say, Oh, well something went awry here. This was a different process. Like someone was tricked or something came out of left field. It's like, no, it's not. You got these grant of rights are not
1: complicated. They're not complicated. A lot of them are very similarly worded. It's simply the things that you need to understand are how long is it? What's it going to cost me to get out, and what's it going to cost me to get my rights back? Because those three things are unique: the the term of the contract, because it, it, that's what it is. This mm-hmm. is a contract. Uh, how long is the contract? What is it going to cost me financially? Because when you break a contract, whether it's a you know a a, a retail purchase contract on a home, uh, whatever you want to call it, if I break this contract. What is it going to take for the ACC to feel whole by my action? So, what am I going to have to pay the ACC to get out? Mm -hmm. And what am I going to have to pay ESPN? Because you got to remember, this is also the case here. You have to pay to get your rights back, it's a grant of rights. So you have to pay the parties who are being damaged by your action.
0: So meaning, so getting out of the conference is different than getting your rights back. Correct. Which nobody seems to understand.
1: Correct. And that I I just continue to go back and say all of these grant of rights are very simple documents. It's simply a matter of the variables and the length and the term, the all those. We try to make these things out to be the the. Encyclopedia Britannicas of documents, and they're not. Is there confusing language? Sure, if you're not a lawyer, but if you're if you're a lawyer, this is not confusing. And I, I will just continue to ask the 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 most simple of questions: Why has the the Attorney General of Florida not sued Florida or not sued the ACC with Florida State? Because Florida State filed a lawsuit, the Attorney General of Florida has not. So I'm just asking if this is such a a crime being
0: committed, such a slam dunk case in your favor.
1: And there are all of these things that the ACC is doing behind closed doors, committing frauds and hey, these we never agreed and nobody signed or agreed and ESPN and Disney and the ACC are in bed together to screw the state of Florida. Well, why hasn't the attorney general filed suit against the ACC?
0: And I'm confused, too, because, you know, two weeks ago it was, hey, the college football playoff and ESPN are in bed to screw Florida. So now it's the college football playoff. Now it's the ACC. Like, I'm getting confused as to how many people are trying to screw Florida and and why they'd be so motivated to do that. It's half a billion
1: dollars. I'm not saying I'm the smartest guy in the world, but that seems like a lot of money. And my guess is Florida State's trying to figure out how to lessen that blow. <laughs> Just my guess, man. I that would be my that would be my guess. I I it's I'm I'm burnt out on it. I'll be honest with you. I I these lawsuits that are, hey, I don't like the rules when they're applied to me, so I'm gonna sue now are ridiculous. And what happens every time? What happens every time? Pac twelve, what happened? Well, black and white. Black and white. And we told you there's no way that the either judge was going to side with the exiting 10 members. I told you that point blank on the show. We talked to people. We knew what the language was like. There was no way
0: this was going to happen. Guess what happened? Yeah, the pac 2 won. And What was so incredible is that the, the legal team for the 10 who left was so committed to the unfair argument that that was their only argument, which- Seems to be Florida State's only argument. It's not fair. It's not fair. I look at Michigan and the temporary restraining order to stop
1: Jim Harbaugh from being suspended. Right up until the fact, and I I again, like I said yesterday, who was gonna what was the judge who was gonna hear this at Michigan? A former Michigan football player who is a graduate of the Michigan School of Law, who is on the bench in Michigan, was the person that was gonna hear that temporary restraining order. Feel really good about that, right? Yeah, until you pulled it because the evidence was overwhelmingly against you. And then in this Florida situation, Florida State suing the ACC. Who's the judge that's going to hear that? A Florida State alumni is going to hear that case.
0: But how how surprised or not surprised would we be if on the day of Florida State pulls out of the suit? Because I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Well, and I think that's part, mm, part of the reason
1: the ACC filed a countersuit. And I, 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 that's why I go back to why hasn't the attorney general of the state of Florida sued?
0: Oh, that's right. Because attorney generals don't make it a habit of taking cases or executing cases. They can't win.
1: And you can't win this. You were, oh, it, it, and I, nobody, nobody at Florida state, nobody at the ACC, nobody has told me this or said this aloud, but you didn't sue to get in front of a judge, which happens in this country all the time. You may not realize that, but. The vast majority of lawsuits that are filed never go before a judge. Usually they're withdrawn or settled, whatever you want to call it. That's what this is. Florida State wants a settlement. They want to get out. And they want to pay less to get out. That would be my guess. And I just think this thing with Florida State versus the ACC. the other question I would ask is, where the heck is Florida State going to go? Because this is not how you ingratiate yourself with other conferences. Because you didn't win – You were upset about the college football playoff, which is where this Florida State Attorney General got involved in the first place. So, and now we're in a place where we're looking at Michigan versus Washington and it very clear to most people, the four best teams got in and and there's not a chance in the world that Florida State would have beaten Washington and there's less a chance that they would have beaten Michigan. So, Again, I just ask, where is the wrong? Where is the injustice? And my sneaking suspicion is there is not an injustice. Nope. There is not. All right, less of us, more of you. I appreciate you guys uh, letting us uh, bloviate, if you will. Yeah. About Are, are you, in the comment section real quick, are you guys tired of these, frivolous is not the right word, but these hollow lawsuits because all of them are hollow. And There's smoke. That's it. Much to the credit of the Pac-12, the 10 exiting members, you actually showed up for a fight. Now, you showed up to a gunfight carrying a knife. Not your best choice, right? They had no way to fight in that fight. Well, but was... you went to court not once but twice, and, and
0: you lost. I mean, I just can't believe, like, we have yet to see a legal team for the person suing. Like, come up with anything good which is so surprising to me. I mean, I'm not a legal professional, right? Like I'm not, but but it just it made no sense to me and it still makes no sense to me whether I look at FSU Michigan or the Pac 10. The 10 who left trying to trying to get that worked out. You you didn't make any type of defense and in I feel like it just the 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 yes. concept and idea of hey, yeah, sure, legally, like on paper, this case is about the facts of the case, as we all love to say. But the reality is, like, trials and, you know, court hearings are hardly just about what's on paper. And so when you're in contract law disputes, like, you have to bring context that's off the piece of paper. So unfair is never going to get it done. And, no. and I think the point about the AG not suing yet or not joining that suit It exemplifies that you, you don't have a way to win this to the point where the person that you're leaning on to fight for you won't take the fight. And so that's why I say they are hollow. We are living in an age where people just want to say that, that you're this and you're that. And you know, like it's just amazing to me that you would go through all this trouble for what meanwhile, people in your state are struggling And at least much to Michigan's credit, they're playing for a national championship
1: through all of this BS. Yeah. I mean, at least you're winning something. And much to Washington's credit, because Washington, remember, was the tip of the spear. Like they were the ones. (laughs) That was pretty good. It was. They were the ones representing the exiting 10 members. They're playing for a national championship. Maybe there is something to this lawsuit thing. File a lawsuit or a TRO, you lose. That's fine. We'll go play for a <laughs> national championship. I remind you, both of them have their quarterbacks. You know. Yeah. But, I. But, yeah. I mean, I
0: am, I am burned out on this strategy. I that totally we, am. We've been seeing take place for, you know, what, the better part of six, eight months now? Like, we're, okay, we have yeah. nothing, but we don't like it, so we're going to sue. And, yeah, the Pac-10 showed up, I guess, and that's fine and dandy, but. But what would you rather do? Not show up to your court date and lose or Oh show I'd up to I'd court rather be the Pac Ten.
1: I'd rather be the exiting ten at members. Because Michigan win. embarrassed themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean And even for them, they on. had a Michigan alumni on the
1: bench. They had a Michigan football player like, on the bench. Holy
0: crap, dude. And they
1: still pulled out, which I probably should have. Anyway, the point is
0: <laughs> <laughs> See what he did there is pull out and pull out and it, you know it's it, okay. All right, continue over your head, wrong one. Uh,
1: all right, <laughs> let's get your comments in here on the Monty show. And again, I, I, I want to say thank you to everybody who's here. You guys have been amazing supporting the show. Um, you know, somebody asked us the other day about our subscribers and they're like, yeah, I remember you guys, what were you, were you guys at? 9,000? So what do you guys at 20, 30? No, we're at 44,000. It's remarkable. Uh, And we appreciate you guys, because without you, we couldn't do what we do every day. Whether we agree or disagree, or we're on the same side or different sides, I I just appreciate that all of you guys are here. You comment, please hit the like button. It really helps the channel grow. Uh, We've had 900 people watch the show in the first 25 minutes. Uh, If just half of you hit the like button, we'd be rolling. So please uh, consider doing that. Uh, While I tell you that Bucked Up is amazing, you guys, you guys, you guys, before we get to your comments, the comment section presented by Bucked Up Energy. Uh awesome gym experience this morning. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you've seen it. Um back benching. Did incline barbell bench today. Uh and then went over and did uh dumbbells flat bench pressing 75 pound dumbbells in each hand like really developing and then I went home and made the stupid decision to get on the scale and I'm telling you it was a revelation cuz I've lost all of my vacation weight already. And I give a lot of credit to Bucked Up because not even the fact that, hey, you know what? It's it's Buckshot, which is a tremendous product. But I will tell you, uh, this stuff right here is, whoa, sorry, Callum. Uh, this stuff right here is amazing. This is Callum Von uh, pre-workout formula. Uh, it's called Aussie Fruit. I have the same one, but in Pina Colada, and it has made all the difference in the world. Um, that benching, we so I did thirty minutes of strength training and twenty minutes of cardio, and it was amazing. I burned almost six hundred calories. And it's because the pre-workout has completely changed the way I work out now. I wasn't a pre-workout guy before the last week of December. and now I'm using it. i'm I'm back to losing a ton of weight. I'm way stronger. I cannot tell you before we went to Uh, LA for vacation over Christmas. I think I was doing 50 pound dumbbells and I got really rigid about my supplements and my nutrition since we got back. I've lost eight pounds. I am back on my creatine every single day, workout day or not. I beg you. To build creatine, whether you're a workout guy, you're never going to lift weights again. Great. Creatine every single morning in your coffee. It doesn't taste like anything. So it's not going to change the taste of your vaunted vanilla latte cafe. Yeah. I smoke a shit. Uh, put that creatine in your coffee. I put it in my oats. If I'm not working out, I put it in my oats. But I also use um, BCAs from Bucked Up. I usually put it in my BCAs, drink it while I'm working out. Makes all the difference in the world for your brain health, but man, do you lift better. Man, do you burn more calories when your core temperature and your heart rate's higher because of your pre-workout. It's I just can't tell you how good I feel. And I give it all to Bucked Up. I appreciate them. Get to buckedup.com. They have all kinds of free samples. In the description of this show below, you can get six free samples a buckshot. It is the best energy shot you're going to take. Green tea leaf extract, naturally sourced caffeine. Hook it up. Buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off. And I will tell you, tomorrow is giving Friday on the show. We're going to give away a $100 Amazon gift card every Friday, usually, and every Tuesday we do that. We were off Tuesday because some people...
0: Yeah, what? Don't look at me, dude. Like, I was back. It's fine. Yo. Yeah. Uh, but
1: tomorrow on the show, we will give away a $100 Amazon gift card, and you will have to interact, as always, uh, with our friends at Bucked Up. So hook it up. Uh, shoot me a picture on Twitter or Instagram, the Monty show, M O N T Y, the Monty show, uh, bucked up, bucked up.com. Uh, let's see, Christopher Shannon. What do you put on your oats? My oats are very simple. If well, I Mrs. make them, oats. no, if I make them in the microwave and my wife makes amazing stovetop oats, amazing. She uses like all kinds of stuff. My oats in the microwave are one, uh, one serving of, Uh, whole grain, whole rolled oats. I think they're called, I can't remember. Bob's Red Mill, I get them on Amazon. Uh, One scoop of those. um, I put a finger full of raw coconut. Uh, I generally will put a handful of uh, fresh organic blueberries. I will fill it up with water, put it in the microwave, and then I will put a tablespoon of peanut butter in there. And if I didn't work out that day, I will put my creatine into the, the oats, mix it up, done. And I am a, you guys, I think I've said this on the show a thousand times. I am oats every single day, every morning for breakfast. I have oats. I'm a huge believer in it. It helps me not, I'm not hungry until noon. If I eat oats at, at 745, which is when I try to eat breakfast every day, uh, I am not hungry until, until noon, noon 30. I didn't eat my lunch until one something today. So it, I'm telling you, it works. It absolutely works. Uh, Sean Rollins got the info. Thanks, Monty. You're welcome. Gumby fresh out. Uncle Monty still owes me a free PS5 from Black Friday. Don't believe that's true.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's not true. Dude. Don't that's believe bullshit. that's
1: true. Yeah, not, not sure that that's true. Right. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, go ahead and file your empty lawsuit over a PlayStation.
1: Yeah, like you're the Florida Attorney General. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see. Jacob says Boise state. It's a great day. Yeah. How about Boise state? Did you guys hear about that? Malachi Nelson, Malachi, the former, I believe he was number one overall in 2023 last year, went to uh USC taking a visit. Um, and I believe I think there's and I'd have to go back and look, but I think he's probably 90, 10 going to Boise state, which would be unbelievable. Unbelievable. Woodworth, what's up, my guy? Monty still owes us an Intellivision. You know, remember... God, you guys remember Coleco? Remember Atari? My God. That's amazing. Uh, what happened with him at Southern California? Well, Caleb Williams happened, and I think there had to be a personality conflict, although I will tell you I heard from a couple of sources this week that Lincoln is going to interview for NFL jobs. And... We'll see. I think USC's in a, in a fine spot. Yeah. I think they're in a fine spot. But if you're going to the State, there's a reason you're leaving SC because you probably are not going to compete for that starting job. Nope. That'd be my guess. But that's me. Gumpy out says, I usually have five lunches every day. Wait till we get to the non-sports stories two hours from now. There is but- massive, yes. There is massive fat guy news coming in two hours. <laughs> And it is, it's a revelation.
2: Call
1: oh, dude, it is a revelation. Absolutely a revelation. All right, let's go. Uh, always good to start with a new YouTube member. His name is YouTube User.
0: <laughs> oh, nice name.
1: Appreciate you joining the program. You guys, we have two levels of membership. $1.99 a month for basic membership. $9.99 a month gets you into our Instagram uh, members only group. It is a great group of dudes. Hook it up. Shayner a member for four months. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Shainer. That, this attorney general lady is a Jagoff. Thank you. Thank you. We have our first yeah. Jagoff reference on the show well today. Well said. Well done. Hero 75 for 10 bucks. I find it so funny the Florida AG demands information from ACC ESPN while refusing to take part in discovery in an actual lawsuit going on between Disney and Florida saying they have no right to it. It's wild to me that if you really wanted to see this stuff, and I think the ACC is not going to turn over a single document, and they shouldn't, you would just get in the lawsuit or sue them separately. But they, you know what, Hero? I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. Uh, Jacob says, Malachi Nelson, number one overall recruit, may be going to Boise State. Holy mack- mack- her- mack- Holy mackerel. I can't read.
0: Yeah, you see, you would have done better if you'd have said, holy Malachi. I think that could have worked.
1: Uh, hard. Boise to the college football playoff. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, Delaric for $5. The Florida AG only said something because wants to be reelected, and the only one making money of these lawsuits are the lawyers. That's it. Facts. That's it. You're exactly right. You know. Uh, Aaron Wilson, gifted to Monte show. Oh, membership. let me, uh, okay. Yeah, pull it out. Pulling it out. Pull it out. Dude, I'm actually cold in our studio today.
0: Yeah, it's Usually, a casual 69 degrees
1: in Studio de DeMonte. It is cold. Uh, Mike Rochburns would like to be noticed in the comments. And for that, you are, sir. For that, you are. Let's uh, Mike Smith. Hi, Mike Smith. How is Mountain Mama today? Not sure why Jake thinks nobody understands leaving or grant of rights being too money issues. Guess we all too dumb. Well, I don't know. I don't think you said that.
0: No, I don't, I don't think that, I, I didn't say that nobody understands grant of rights. What I'm saying is that nobody seems to understand the difference between leaving your conference and getting your rights back. Everyone seems to think, oh, well, if you leave the ACC, you have your rights. Well, no, you don't have your rights. You can leave the conference and I guess go independent because I don't think you're going to the SEC or the Big Ten right now, but that's just a guess. So you could leave the conference, but unless you're willing to pony up the cash, you're not getting your rights back. And that's the part that I think people either don't want to talk about or don't understand. I think most people just don't. Most people
1: are not educated on how the grant of rights process works. I think, why would you be? Why would the garden variety alumni from Florida state have any idea? Unless you're loser sports talk, people like us, right? or excuse me, Hacks on YouTube like us. Why? Would, <laughs> why would you have any idea how the grant of rights works? Most people do not. It's not. It wasn't a personal shot. Like I see. Okay, Mike. I see. It's okay, Mount, Mike. It's I okay, see dude. Mountain mama is a little. I um,
0: understand you're upset that Neil Brown hasn't been fired yet. I get it. He fired. Yeah, I get it. Fired,
1: yeah, I get it. Fired. Uh fired. The Christie, Jake, you can't possibly know what the grant of rights says. It's hidden in North Carolina and nobody's ever seen it. Well, well. Man. Well, people have seen it, but yeah, I know they, they have seen it. Big Blue Horses, how are you? Yes, they did, but the ACC took a different route. Okay. 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 That's cool. AAR, how are you? Plus, what network locks the ACC conference into some crazy deal while the SEC conference gets all the cash? Yeah, I. that would be wild. That would be wild. You know. Uh, Mike Smith, yes, they did, and it was not what everybody thought the Big 12 was going to get. Okay. Uh, Scott of Greywater Watch is just negotiations. That's it. That's what most lawsuits are. Hey, pay attention to us. Right. And maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Christopher Shannon, Texas and Oklahoma negotiated together to get out at a reduced rate. And it was highly advantageous for the Big 12 to allow Oklahoma and Texas to pay what I thought was an exorbitant amount of money to get out early because they wanted to expand in Texas and Oklahoma. We're going to stand in the way of that. It made sense for everybody. And I would also remind you ESPN was the, the, the common, I don't know what mediator between the two, because they have the rights to the sec and the big 12. Mm -hmm. So that made a lot of sense. It makes no sense for Florida state. And every Florida state fan has tried to ram down my throat. We're going to the big 10, bro, Hundred (laughs) milli, Okay. Why would ESPN let that happen? You signed your rights to the conference who gave them to ESPN. Why would ESPN be like, yeah, go ahead. You're fine. We'll take Boise State instead. Why would they do that? They would never do that.
2: No, I'm not doing that.
1: If if you want to be truthful about it, what does the ACC have to do here? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, you don't like it? pay us half a billion dollars that simple and you can have your rights and you can walk away last time i checked florida state what is duck season we said poverty university <laughs> last time i checked the great state of florida does not have half a billion dollars for its state university sitting around
0: i seriously oh, don't conference man
1: Ah, uh, big blue horses. The ACC can dig in deep. They don't have to give an inch. They really don't. They don't.
0: But I, I truly think it's one of those things where I don't even think the ACC is like sweating or nervous or anything. I, I mean, it's so it, it's just so straightforward. Like you sign Man. the deal, seriously. Like that's it. That's the
1: that's the beginning and the end of it. That's the the whole nine. Bailey Dietrich, how are you? Can we all agree that Florida State and Free Harbaugh? Thank you. Our winners of this year's drama king and queens of college football. Yes. 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 We can absolutely agree on that. Pace and Cougar fan. FSU is the man in the divorce. They will get screwed in without any kisses. Let's hope you moved on to a younger, more voracious version of the ACC. <laughs> right? Uh, Gumby fresh out. Breaking news. North Korea is now against Florida State. Believe that's true. in the entire state of Florida. Believe North Korea, the Kim Jong. Yeah, and his big red button. So somebody like two weeks ago sent me a tweet about how Kim Jong Un is dead, and they are using multiple body doubles to keep him alive. Okay, I don't care.
0: Okay, is a hell of a
1: drug. I want to actually. I don't. I don't care, and I don't want to care. No, it. Uh, AAR, who came up with five hundred seventy-two million dollars? It it's basically a math calculation on how many years are left. It, it's legit. It's half so a high
0: because of how many years you have left on the deal. Yeah, that's the, the, the one you
1: signed and agreed to that deal. It's half a billion. <clears throat> cool story, bro. Uh, Jeff Woodworth. don't screw Florida. They have crabs. See what see what he did there, crabs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and not like Jameis Winston. Well, if you Jameis could give you crabs because he's got no like right. actual sea crabs.
2: What
0: now? From
1: Publix. Let me tell you what that. He went to Publix and got it. You're misusing my words. Right. And stuff. Uh, FSU calculated the quote lost dollars over the life of the deal compared to UF and UCF. Yes, they did. I I, I, listen, calculations. I don't think, let's not get this twisted. Does anybody here disagree that Florida State's in a terrible
0: grant of rights? No, I don't. It's a terrible grant of rights. Who's the idiot that signed that thing? Yeah, that's the thing. We're not talking about whether it's a good or bad grant of rights. No. We're talking about the fact that you put ink to that paper.
1: No. Uh, I, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, Dakota Tubbs, the resident Missouri fan, who apparently, I think he said the other day, he lives in Kansas City. Now I get the misery. Not Missouri. Misery. See what he did there. Don't twist my words, Dakota. Yeah, can you stop um, wordsmithing, please? Monty, if you tried talking about Florida State, we could all... We could always talk about everyone's favorite feel-good story of the year. No, no we we couldn't because nobody. No, no, no. Nobody cares about. No, I'm not even gonna. No, I've given. Okay, nobody goes to Columbia willingly. No, nobody. <laughs> Speaking of duress, nobody goes to Columbia, Missouri, willingly. It well, Quinn Snyder, but he. It's how he. It's not really how he. You left. Um. It. Um um okay uh alex rea florida state outside council david ashburn said it would cost 572 million to withdraw he did and showed his calculations he showed his work in the column on the side like you got to prove your work there you know what i'm saying calculations. yeah you did it you know but carry the three you know yeah i mean it, it it is what it is i i you're not getting out of this dude You, you because they don't have to They don't have to. Uh, Scott of Greatwater Watch says, I think the Big Ten, but if you're, I think TV companies, ABC, ESPN, Disney, CBS, Mm -hmm. Fox, they're going to determine where Florida State goes. And I think I'm still fascinated by how much power does Florida have in the SEC to keep Florida State out? Because that's where Florida and uh, Florida State and Miami should be. Right, they should be in the SEC. Yeah, Duke and Carolina should be in the Big Ten. Clemson, nobody cares.
0: <laughs> well, I okay, mean, nobody cares is probably a little aggressive, dude. Yeah.
1: Some people, we built this program on nil. Yeah, you know, there's like three people who care. Trevor Lawrence's forehead is one of them. And not that's Trevor. How I look at it. Not Trevor himself. His forehead. It's, right, dude. Have you seen his five head? Five head. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you clarifying that. Uh, you know, AAR, heck yeah, Florida State Seminoles lost billions of dollars by getting ripped off on the playoffs. Oh, yeah, ripped off.
0: (laughs) You know,
2: you know,
1: uh, Jeff Woodworth, waste of taxpayer money. Gumby Fresh Out says if FSU had 572 million, they would spend some of that money to learn how to spell Berkeley correct. Just saying, well, that could be no doubt. Boston Mapes, if I wish if you brought these. Hollow lawsuits that you are required to pay all attorney's fees if you lose. Or if you settle. Why would that that's common sense? We don't we don't do that at all. Uh Mike Smith, not sure FSU has a team that can leave ever since Georgia's SRT team left at the starting line with that sugar bowl beatdown. Don't <laughs> listen. Oh man. <laughs> if if Jordan Travis and the ankle in the bones and stuff, and then you and Michigan, the defense and the offense. I mean, that's bullshit. does any is there still somebody willing to make the fight that Florida State would have won one of those games? Don't believe us. Come on, man. They stop, they wouldn't have won those games. There, there's no stop it. Uh, AAR says if they can justify that $572 million fee, ACC conference and ESPN are going to lose. There's no way to justify it. They tried. And they're yeah,
0: how are you? And, and what do you mean justify it? Like, it? It isn't
1: justifying it. The issue is you knowingly, willingly, and without duress signed a contract and you're, Going to be forced to live to the provisions of those contracts.
0: I know that sounds crazy.
1: The provisions in those contracts says it would cost you roughly half a billion dollars to get out. Do you want to get out? Okay, cool. We don't take payments over time. <laughs>
0: We're not doing payment hey,
1: plans, bro. Uh, I'm just curious. It's uh Jordan Travis. Do you guys, uh, the ACC, do you guys accept a firm? <laughs> do you have a pay over time program? <laughs> Here in Florida State, we're the the poverty state. We had this problem with you know COVID and people didn't go to the parks and stuff, and so we tried to run them out of the coronavirus, and we lost. Uh, so <laughs> we're really going to need some favorable payment terms. But if we give you favorable payment terms, will you guys live up to the contracted agreement? Probably not. But no. that's now. But what about? Let's just.
2: Well, that's the issue, isn't it?
1: That is the issue. Chris George for $5. The biggest problem for FSU leaving the ACC without a grand or going independent is what happens to the non-football sports. Where would they play? They're not going to go independent. No. They're not. Now, I also have been the one sitting here telling you I think every team should be independent. I think conferences should be done away with. And I think next week at the NCAA convention – when the division one board of directors meets, I think we're going to start moving towards a new reality because I think this upper tier, I think that's the, the issue for Florida state. Can Florida state football, let's say that this, you you remember this upper tier thing um, that Charlie Baker is the, the head of the NCAA is, you know, proposing where the richest schools pay into an upper tier and, They get to spend lots more money and do a bunch of other cool stuff that the poverty universities, like Florida State, won't be able to do. Excellent strategy, sir. Right? I think Florida State's biggest concern is they know that they cannot financially compete with the Bamas, the Georgias. They can't financially compete with the Michigans. They They can't compete with them. They can't compete with the richest schools in the country because their grant of rights and their ability to play for a national championship is severely limited because they signed a contract willingly and without duress. So how do you get out of that? Well, you try to find a hole in the grant of rights. Yeah, they did that for about the last seven years and couldn't get out. So we're going to sue and we're going to hope for negotiations. I think Florida State is really concerned that they will not be able to play in that upper tier and afford to keep their, their biggest sports competitive across the board. And I think you're looking at a situation where irony is thick here because was Florida State competitive after Jordan Travis got hurt and we found out they have zero depth and now one of those two quarterbacks tran- transferred out anyway? Turns out they weren't. And I don't want to hear about opt-outs. And, you know, somebody on Twitter yesterday, it, it was 23 Florida State football players opted out of the bowl game. Right. I believe it was out of fear, uh, but whatever. Yesterday, it was all the way up to, well, we had 50 guys that opted out. (laughs) (laughs) You you had 23. Dude. (laughs) And the problem is, the problem is you didn't have any quarterbacks to step in that were even close to competitive. And that's the dirty secret that Florida State doesn't want to talk about. You're not deep enough. You're not talented enough. You would not have beaten Michigan. You would not have beaten Washington. I don't think you'd have beat Bama or Texas. Frankly, but if we're in this scenario, it would have been number one Michigan, number four Florida State. You'd got your ass whooped, period. And I, I that's the harsh reality of it, man. Yes. That is the harsh reality of it. Matt Ritson for five, uh, for $2, excuse me. ACC, plenty of money. Calford and SMU join the conference on a discount. But I also think, and I, You know, beyond the fact that I am better looking than you. Bet you weren't expecting this one. All of you. um, Remember what I said when Calford and SMU joined that conference and all the SMU fans were like, hey, Monty, we're Dallas, bro. (laughs) What did I tell you when SMU said we're never going to take a dime from the ACC? We're just just happy to be here. That devalues the ACC. We're never going to take a dime. We're just happy to be here. That devalues the ACC. Yes, it does. We're going to take signi- 70% discount. That devalues the ACC. It does. And what did Florida State say in their filing? Yeah, you guys devalued the ACC by bringing in Calford and SMU, who Florida State voted against. Mm. You devalued the brand. Oh, that still doesn't get you out of the grantor rights.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> like, it doesn't
1: but it's it is it is very
0: true and that's why i say if you're the acc you're you're holding fast you're steadfast you signed the deal now it's time to live up to it and whatever whatever they want to say they can say because that's how our country works but but the acc is not going to wake up tomorrow and be like oh yeah wow we're quivering in our boots over what florida state and their attorney general are saying we're not scared dude
1: yeah i don't think the acc is going to wake up tomorrow and be like boy we better settle we're in real trouble here no, you're not. Um, how about that news? Oklahoma State QB Allen Bowman has been granted an additional year of eligibility by the NCAA. Um, so wait, but I thought you had this. No. I'm a man. Great news for Oak State. Alan Bowman, that very, very mediocre quarterback, got another year of eligibility.
0: And kick a person when he's down.
1: Congratulations. <clears throat> what are you going
0: to do without Ollie
1: Gordon, bro? Well, I mean, they did win the Big 12 championship, didn't they? and they knocked Texas out of the college football playoff. Uh, oh, that's that's right. It didn't. But Ali won the Heisman Trophy.
0: Yeah.
1: Ali Gordon, the greatest running back anybody's ever seen next to Taj Brooks. I that's mean, bullshit. He, he didn't win the Heisman Trophy. That's right. Michael Penix did. Oh, no. He should be suing Florida State because, you know. How did Michael Penix not win the Heisman? I mean, it's just a question. It's it's rigged. It It is rigged. Uh, Jeff Woodward, 23 UGA players opted out as well. Stop talking about things like that. Florida State fans have their feelings hurt. Chris George says, I know they're not going to uh, independent. It was a hypothetical question. I 100% agree with you. But I actually, and I think somebody else said this. I can't remember. But somebody else made the argument that I've made. Why do we need conferences and why do we need the
0: NCAA? Why do you need to grant your rights? If you're such a big wig university, why do you need to grant your rights? I don't think we need it. I I honestly
1: do not believe that conference alignments or, you know, flying under the flag of the ACC is worth a thing. Because what's the Big Ten been worth the last however many years? Nothing. It, it it's quite literally meaningless. They've just done better business. The only conference where it's like, oh, you're in the sec it is the sec. That's it. They're the best conference in the country. Mm-hmm. Right. Routinely putting dudes in the NFL. Um, everybody was like, finally, we have a college football playoff without the sec. Well, now you get a championship game without the sec. What does that tell you? It's been a long time since that was a case. And you're, Proving my point. The SEC is by far the best conference in the country. It was a shocking upset that Michigan beat Bama, right? Shocking upset. Bama loses, and did all their guys go home and cry in their their milk and cookies? And no, they just went to the NFL.
0: <laughs> Bunch of
1: dudes from Alabama, including Malachi Moore, are like, Yeah, I'm going to the NFL. Yeah. You know, Dallas yeah, going to the NFL. Kool Aid. McKin Street going to the NFL, you know, it is what it is. I, I I get burned out on. I'm tired of the SEC. Okay, go beat them. Michigan finally did. Okay, cool.
0: Let's go back and do it again. We'll see you next year. Yeah, like it, I'm I'm it tired is, of this it. This is always my my Kirby Smart uh, debate or point. Okay, okay, cool, Kerb. You got what does he have? Two natties now. I think I believe it is. Cool. You got five more to go, bud. <laughs> Let's see you next year. Good luck. Like, you you know what I mean? That's the thing. And I
1: love all the people who are like, Nick Saban's done. Well, it turned out he said today on the Pat McAfee show he's not retiring. And he's not sure when he'll retire.
2: Nick Saban is a better man
1: than you are. And I really, I'll be honest with you. I am surprised Nick Saban didn't retire because I know he is looking for more time to play prize picks at prizepicks.com and use the promo code Monty. So I I thought he would retire to yeah, see what he did there. He worked.
0: Dude, that, that, was, prize that, picks was yeah. that was amazing. That
1: was amazing. Dynasty is not over. You, that, come on. come. On. That was freaking fantastic. It's well done, dude. Some of your best material. PrizePicks.com. I am now, after last night, on a six night winning streak. I'm balling on prize picks, you guys. I've got more money in my prize picks account right here in my prize picks app right than, here than I have had, I think, ever. I've got almost 400 bucks. And I never have 400 bucks. Have you in my already per-
0: made your picks for tonight?
1: I have not. I have been trying to find points and assists in the NBA. Um, and I want to go. I really want to go with Steph Curry. But it's Denver and it's 33 and a half points and assists. I, mm. I want to, but that feels like a lot. And I I have learned on prizepicks.com that in the NBA, and I love the NBA. I think you guys know I'm a daily consumer of the NBA. You got to find the biggest number. Like Giannis tied your mama. Yeah. Uh, he and the Bucks have San Antonio tonight. His number for um points, rebounds, and assists is 50 and a half. 50 and a half. Jake, how'd that work out for you last night? I think you said he had 56 or something he like did, that. He did, yeah. And what did I tell you to do? I yeah, said, go under. Yeah, yeah. Go under. Yeah. And you didn't go under, did you? No. No, you didn't. No. Um, I... I I think you got to take the biggest number you can find and go under on points, rebounds, and assists at uh, prizepicks.com. Download the app in the link below there in the description below. There's a link or use the promo code Monty. They'll give you 100% deposit matching and let's play prizepicks. DM me if you're in our Instagram group. You already know we we share on a pretty regular basis. All of our picks. I think the biggest number I can find that doesn't make sense to me is Nikola Jokic at 48 and a half. 48 and a half. And he's
0: averaging over his last five, and a half. So that should be a pretty safe play. I think I'm going to go
1: under Nikola Jokic. I'm going to go less. And then I think I need to go find like a special. Where do you always find?
0: Yeah, where do you where always find the hockey ones? Where do you always find the, the hockey one? Well, you got to go NHL and then you got to go combo. So shots on goal combo, or goals combo. Goals combo—that's the one. So you can do like it doesn't look like Prize Picks is offering it tonight, but a lot of times they'll offer specials where they'll go. So like tonight, it's it's Penguins Bruins. So tonight uh, under NHL goals scored combo, you've got Marshand and DeBrusque for half a goal combined. So you need one of them to score. You've got you know. I mean, let's see. What's another good one here? Goalie uh, saves
1: is always a good one.
0: Goalie saves is always a good one. Shesterkin against the
1: against the Blackhawks at 23 and a half. I got to go more on that.
0: So, just pure goals scored. Nikita Kucherov is at half, and he's so scored tough. a goal four out of his last five games, so he's on a heater. He's on a heater, yo. But the NHL is tough that way, so I try. I really try to stay away from Like, time on ice is one that's a little more reliable because at least then you can be like, all right, you know, like Sidney Crosby, time on ice tonight, 20 minutes and 25 seconds. He's averaging 20, 20 minutes and 20 seconds. And he's hit this three out of his last five. So it's very inconsistent. Yeah, I think we're in a situation where... And we have no NFL tonight, if memory serves. Uh Tonight. So, There's not because it's week 18. Yeah. So, you know, you've got... That's one less thing. Usually, I'd be playing NFL tonight. Or you could go to GALF. Uh, what do they got under golf today? Well, it, but the tournament starts
1: tomorrow. Does it not? Or no? I could be wrong.
0: Maybe it starts tomorrow. In Maui? Usually, Yeah, but usually they offer it a day ahead of time.
1: No, yeah. they're playing right now. Morikawa's leading the Century Open on uh, Maui. Uh, Kapalua minus eight with, uh, Villegas and Shoffley, a shot back.
0: Yeah. They're not offering golf at this time. So, As uh, yeah. So I guess mostly NBA this time. Yeah. I'm, uh,
1: I'm in Steph Curry, more than 33 and a half points and assists. Uh, Nicola Jokic, uh, 48 Jock and a half itch. points, rebounds and assists. I'm going to go less. And then, uh, Igor Shesterkin for the Rangers. I'm going to go more than, uh, 23 and a half saves. Um, so I think that's where I'm at. I'm going remember my rule on price picks only play three.
0: Yeah. So I'm going Jonathan Kaminga five, five, uh, rebounds more. I like that. He's hit that five out of five, uh, his last five games. I think I've hit that every time. Yeah uh nicola Jokic, uh less than 48 and a half just like you now
1: i just want to point out that this is jake from last night yeah that didn't work out for me uh loss loss and an- how did Anthony no, i Edwards- hit on
0: tyrese i hit on Halliburton. oh you did i did but i but well, uh, let's just call it a loss because you're it you're, is a loss it, i mean it is a loss you have to get two out of the, three and the I whole didn't... thing's a loss yeah okay thanks thanks for the positive reinforcement Oh, there was. Did I positively reinforce you? Wemben, your mama for less than nine rebounds. He's averaging six over his last five.
1: You know, it it is what it is. So there you go. Joseph Harper. They offer golf this morning, Jake. It'll be there tomorrow morning. Uh, Harper, are you in on golf then? Barfing chickens, uh, Jockich. Exactly right. Yeah, Jockich. Barfing Chickens says, "Good to be back, baby. Yeah, we miss you, dude. Good to see you. It's fair. It's fair. My bad, Mike. What's up? It's fair." Good to see you. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Rip Tommy Gunn. Do you mean Tommy Morrison? The late Tommy Morrison? What are you talking about, man? He's been dead for a while, though, hasn't he? What am I missing on that one? What am I missing? Um, It is what it is. Mike Smith, yeah. Saban pulled a boneheaded move that OC hire. Tommy Reese from My r and we, the beloved Notre Dame.
0: Kiss my butt!
1: They don't really fight that much anymore. The Irish don't. right more than the bulls fight but that's just me uh you know uh did you say shop vac i did not Derek roche sup everybody i watched yesterday's episode this morning monty was on fire dropping reality bomb after truth bomb hey man it's what we do on the uh, I'm for real it's what we do on the beloved showroom I'm for real speaking of which why don't we talk about people being upset about uh jewish pride at the utah jazz game
0: on the monty show yeah this is i'm warning you now this is one of those topics where you guys in the comment section need to be responsible. This we're trusting out you. Hand. You know, it's not often that we say, Hey, we're going to talk about something that can get out of hand real quick. Please be responsible. Don't be an idiot. Uh, a good friend of mine is congratulating me on
1: pronouncing Shisterkin correctly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. As in, and he points out it's an illustration of the fact that you have zero life. That is correct. Uh, our number two of the Monty Show, as always, and all of our Utah Jazz and NBA talk on the Monty Show presented by TridayTrading.com. And you guys, uh, I, I'm asking you, I am I am begging you, in fact, stop with this BS of, oh, New Year's resolution, bro. They don't work. They do no, You know what they do? They do work. They do work at eroding your relationship with yourself which is, man, I'm telling you, it's a big deal. We've got to have good relationships with ourselves, And to do that, we've got to have a high level of confidence. And that's exactly what you get from TryDayTrading.com. Get there now, trydaytradingcom slash Monty. You see it right here on the bottom of the screen. Go get your 30-day trial membership. And the only requirement financially is a $10 charitable donation. So many people that watch this show have told me, I'm gonna do it at the first of the year. I'm uh, uh, Next year in 2024, it is gonna be, there you go, the best financial year of my life. I'm gonna start in the new year. It's the new year. It's time to get going. And so many people that I know and have talked to about it have said, I wish I had started sooner. It's the number one thing I get when I talk to people about Tri-Day Trading. Man, I wish I had started sooner. There's no better time to start than today, right now. Stop complaining about your Christmas debt. Stop complaining about your boss going back to the office, that crappy car you drive, the 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 rental on your apartment and the fact you're paying $3,000 a month, which is double what most people pay for a mortgage. Stop complaining about that. Start going making money at tridaytrading.com because they're very good at one thing, changing your financial existence. That's what they do at Tradetrading Trading because they teach you how to be a prolific day trader. Do you realize that people who day trade full-time make $1,000 a day or more once they graduate the tri Trading Program. If I said to you, hey man, what could you do if you were making five grand a week, 20 grand a month, $240,000 a year at a minimum? How would that impact your financial future, your financial now? If you had started, maybe you'd be making five grand a week. Get it done today, tridaytrading.com slash Monty." Uh, the, the trial membership is the single greatest trial I have ever seen. Mrs. Monty's in the program. She met with her coach Phil yesterday. I get excited to go home every night and, and day trade. I am all over the Japanese yen and the, the Australian dollar get to work, get it done right now. Trydaytrading slash Monty. Now I hesitate. I hesitate because the Utah jazz have a sign problem. And if you did not see this, there were fans sitting courtside at the Jazz game this week, holding up these signs. There were four rabbis sitting courtside. I am a Jew, and I am proud. Not coincidentally, they chose to sit courtside at the Dallas Mavericks game. And they did that because America's favorite anti-Semite, Kyrie Irving, plays for the Dallas Mavericks. And you know that Kyrie Irving has had a massive amount of controversy around anti-Semitism and his harsh words towards the Jewish community. And it only got worse from there. If this picture had lived on, nobody would have said two words. The problem is jazz staff and personnel asked and then pretty much demanded that these rabbis give up their signs and not continue to flash them. And it was said that Kyrie Irving, was in fact the reason that Kyrie had complained and he was uncomfortable with those signs. Until Tim McMahon from ESPN asked Kyrie Irving and Kyrie Irving said, no, I didn't have a problem with those signs. Kyrie admitted he saw him. He said, I have nothing but love for those guys. I don't have any problem with those signs. Now the Jazz on the other hand said, well, it violates our fan code of conduct um for disturbing uh the players, those signs that because Kyrie well it turns out it didn't disturb the players, and Jake, I think the Utah Jazz completely botched this situation.
0: I, and I think what's difficult about it is that you know when Kyrie comes out and denies that it obviously is a is a bad look for the Jazz. And 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 I am always very cognizant of of laying criticism to folks like Ryan Smith or any owner or like anybody high up in a sports organization, because a lot of times they're not courtside. They're not seeing what's going on. They're in some back office doing calculations or figuring out who they're going to draft next or whatever the case may be. But, but in this situation, it's Delta center. Ryan sits courtside for every game. We all know that like he's constantly in the pictures, constantly in the news. Oh, he's courtside with Pat McAfee. He's, he's doing this. He's doing that. Like, so we know Ryan's very present at these games pretty much every single night. And so my biggest thing with this sign situation is that I haven't, I've been monitoring Ryan Smith's tweets. Like I have notifications on, like I've been waiting for, Hey, this is what went down. Like, this is how we handled it. And here's, you know, whether it's, I'm not saying he's got to apologize, but maybe just like, Hey, this is why we did this. And we were under the impression Kyrie was annoyed by it or something like Some type of explanation, some type of clarification on why exactly this happened. Because without that clarification and explanation, this is a really bad look for the Jazz because nobody gives a damn about your fan code of conduct. These guys were not causing any type of problem. These guys were sitting courtside at your game at the Delta Center holding up some signs in their lap. They weren't like huge poster board signs. Right? They were a reasonable size for where they were sitting, so they were cognizant of that, which I feel like is an important detail that not a lot of people are thinking about. If these signs had been like the big poster board signs that you see in like the bleachers at a ballpark or like NFL games, that would have been a huge problem. That would have been obnoxious, but they're not. They're a reasonable size for where they're sitting. So these dudes were not causing any type of issue. So when Kyrie comes out and says, no, I don't have any issue with it, all love with those guys, no problem, I saw them, but we're all good, that's a bad look for Ryan Smith and the Jazz on top of this nonsense about moving the team, on top of the fact that your team is, well, for the most part, underachieving, but the last few games here you've been overachieving. So that's why I say I just, there's not, like, last year with the Jazz, there was I felt like a lot of positive momentum, like, that we we're moving in the right direction. Like the Delta center happened. Like there was a lot of positivity around this team and I'm not really seeing that positivity, you know, in the air this year, I'm just seeing a bunch of, you know, th- this thing, like moving the team, like I said, like the team, not performing, like there's not really a lot coming out. And yet all I see on Ryan Smith's Twitter is like, love this random guy. or love this dude or everything's cool. Like that's all I see. Like I don't see any meaningful thoughts or things coming out, and that
1: bothers me. And the struggle for me is that freedom's not free. And it's free when it's comfortable, and it's free when it aligns with what you believe. But these guys had every right to have those signs. And I agree that the Jazz on the whole, and I know I'm not the one who said this first, but I think it is apropos, the Jazz on the whole have had issues with equality in their building. Whether it is fans being racist and yelling terrible things at players, whether it is, I mean, it I don't have to detail it. There have been issues with equality in that building. And so when you have four rabbis sitting courtside holding Jewish pride signs, what is the difference between this and a a a pride flag or a pride t-shirt? Or and we do pride nights across professional sports. What what is the difference? That's the question that I would need answered. And if this had been somebody sitting courtside saying, hey, I'm black and I'm proud, would we have had them remove that sign? If we'd have had somebody sitting courtside saying, hey, I'm Latino and I'm proud. Hey, I'm white and I'm proud. Hey, I'm Asian and I'm proud. Would we have had a problem with that sign and had them remove it? I highly doubt it. I think this was, whoop, that's Kyrie Irving. He's had problems with anti-Semitism. Those are rabbis and they're Jewish and they're proud. Now nah, we better get those signs out of there. And I think they completely overreacted to it. And I think it is, it is an opportunity for communication. If I am those rabbis, I am asking to meet and talk to Ryan Smith because I need him to reassure me that I am welcome in his building. Because that's a level I think this rises to. Now, were these rabbis gracious about it? They were absolutely gracious about it. They handled it great. I thought Kyrie handled it great. So who's the only one being awkward? Yeah, the Utah Jazz are being awkward. They are. There's no other way around it. And I, I think that's the issue with Ryan Smith and his tenure as the owner of the Jazz. It's awkward. They're not trying to win now. They are like, I. and I think your point about the building becomes truer and truer every single time something like this happens. Every time there's a controversy, well, Ryan wants to move the team to Draper
0: anyway. So uh, it, who cares, right? Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a real issue, and, and and I think that you know your your point about hey it's been awkward since Ryan's had the team is is an interesting one because it kind of has been a bit awkward. I I think about you know and again I I know it's the Tribune here in Salt Lake and I know they have a reputation. Okay, great, cool, whatever. No, I'm not even making it personal, but the reality of the situation is is anybody in their right mind who lives in Salt Lake or follows this team knows that the Trib has had many many. Uh, negative articles whether it's been the homeless problem by the all-star game whether it was travis scott uh hurting people at his shows and ryan smith wanting a partnership with travis scott during the all-star game uh you know is, is it you know whether it's moving the team or any of these different things like there has been sort of this uh, you know I, I don't know the right adjective for it, but just yeah. this vibe around the team has changed and and i'm not even a jazz fan and i can tell that like like I, I, I like the TV deal might be the best example of this. Like I don't use jazz plus I'll be honest. Like, so, so my path with jazz plus has been kind of interesting. So I cut the cord with DirecTV when the jazz announced jazz plus. Cause I was like, cool. Yep. The only reason I really had direct TV is because that's how I could consume jazz games. And obviously with our channel, we needed to watch it. And last year we were really heavy on jazz content. So I had to watch pretty much every game in detail. Okay, great. They roll out Jazz Plus, and I'm like, perfect. I can cut Direct TV. I can go to YouTube TV, I can integrate Jazz Plus, we're good to go. Try to use Jazz Plus, didn't work real great for me. You know, I wasn't able to easily access it on my phone, like I downloaded the app, but the app didn't work great. Like, just kind of this, just sort of baggage with it. And so then I figured out, oh, what is what really is Jazz Plus? And this is what bothered me about it. Jazz Plus is not exactly what they said it was. Yes, you can watch games through Jazz Plus, Jazz games only. But what if I'm a basketball fan and I have League Pass? Oh, then you figure out that if you have Jazz Plus, you can watch Jazz games on YouTube TV outside of Jazz Plus, which is how I consume Jazz games now on the alternate broadcast. That's how I do it. And so whether it's the TV deal, whether it's moving the team, whether it's this, this, the, these Jewish signs, like whatever it is, I'm not hearing from Ryan Smith. That's my biggest complaint in this whole thing. For anyone in that building listening to this show, if you still do, I'm not hearing from dude. I where is the sit down to talk about the state of the union of the team? Yeah, what, like where is anything that says, "Hey, I'm Ryan Smith and I'm invested in the success of this team, and I'm also invested in the impact that this team has on the community." Because just doing business deals that impact the community doesn't really reach your average jazz fan. That's just like C level conversation stuff. Yeah,
1: I think it's a really interesting. I think it's a really interesting conundrum. And I think this situation with signs and racial equality in the NBA, we have not heard the last of this.
0: And by the way, I'd like to point out, I'm the one that Ryan Smith needs. The 30-year-old millennial who's, like, coming into the money-making years, I'm the yeah. guy that Ryan's trying to get after. Yes. Like, not me personally, but my age group is who Ryan's trying to attract. So, I don't know. I just, I I guess, like, what, what surprises me is just when Ryan bought the team, it was like, hey, I'm this young, like, young owner who grew up in Utah, and I'm the American dream, and it's all cool.
1: But can you even tell me that Ryan Smith and Danny Ainge are trying to win the championship right now? No. And are concerned about making the playoffs and doing everything they can do to win every game.
0: No, I, I I couldn't say that. As soon as he didn't move Jordan Clarkson, as soon as Ryan Smith tweeted about Jordan Clarkson, I knew what it was. Because at that point, you're telling me you care about okay relationship with player and like you know making sure that we have familiar faces on the team versus just suffering for one year and then really progressing into like a forty win team. That's what that told me. And I truly felt like last year, this team was on a perfect path. Yellow brick road laid out to 40, yes. 45 wins. Yeah, totally agree. You, you weren't going to be a 65-win team. But 45 wins, you're in the playoff picture. You're probably pushing to be out of the at that point. Like, you're in a great place. Yeah. And now we're not.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think when I look at sports across our entire country, I think equality is going to become a larger and larger issue. I really, really do. And I I live in Utah, and I make no qualms about the fact that we have equality issues in this state. There, There's no doubt about that. Tanner Plummer, I looked at Jazz Plus, and honestly, it's not worth it. Would rather listen to David Locke for free than buying Jazz Plus, but then you'll never know what the score is. if You listen to David anyway. Um, um, Mike Smith says, just move the Jazz to Canada. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Uh, Eric Wasikowski, phenomenal Hebrew. Are you a black Israeli? I, oh, come on, man. I don't even want to know where we're going there. Buffalo Hunter, what's up, dude? Uh, I'd sign up for Jazz Plus today if I felt like ownership was making a legitimate effort to compete. Facts. And, and I don't think the one-off content has been what we thought it was going to be. I I think that's a great point. Um, but that's just me. Jeff Woodward, did they have Connor Stallion steal their signs? I heard he was in the building.
2: <laughs>
1: still i don't understand why people were outraged he was at the rose bowl in a seat yeah you know oh phenomenal hebrews engaged with carl adams you sh- nobody should be engaged you, you don't do it hebrew you're smarter than that uh sean rollins playoffs playoffs no no mike phillips Mike. how are you i'm really enjoying jazz plus 120 bucks for a season i got rid of cable perfect well i also could could make that, are, are you, who, who are the cable cutters in the room? <clears throat> because I, I'm a, a YouTube TV guy and Mrs. Monty. Hey, Mrs. Monty. Hey, Mrs. Monty. Mrs. Monty and I watch HBO Max, which we get for free from American Express. Uh, I don't have cable or satellite anymore. And I never thought I would say that mm-hmm. the NFL Sunday ticket seamless for me, the NBA league pass seamless for me. Super easy. Yep. Super easy. I it, I don't know why anybody would have satellite or cable. I struggle with that. I really do. Um, but that's just me. Mike Smith, someone who actually pays that much to watch the Jazz. Eek. They're not great. But last night gives you hope, even though it was Detroit. Cougar tracks. A rebuilding year can only last for so many years.
0: And that's my point. Like, all of this kind of goes away if oh, you're a playoff team. If you're If you're winning. It goes away. Nobody gives a damn. Like, oh, it's Kyrie and, 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 signs Rizzle, and, like, okay, fine. Yeah. Well, who are we playing next? Like, what's the rotation? Like, we're going to, we're going to talk other NBA and like the Lakers stuff and all this other stuff going on. And all I'm sitting here asking is, why are we not talking about, like, hey, what's the actual rotation on this team? Like, why is it? And, and bless his heart. Why bless is his little it heart. That, that, Fontecchio is the guy that we think is Superman. All of a sudden, why is it that we're we're like just all about these role player guys in the league right now? Oh, I, that's right, because you're being sold a package about hey, it's a rebuilding year and purple jerseys and overtime games and the buildings full. Like that's what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, like it just it bothers me, man. Tanner Plummer, the Trib has a reputation of being angry and doing hack hack at work. Hackett jobs they do they do that is not a paper you should pay for uh but honestly I would prefer that over all the Salt Lake media that is owned by the church and not holding the jazz accountable
0: ding ding and and and, you know we've had that conversation on the show and you know I my opinion is is we've way outgrown just being a Salt Lake show but like I think that that's true and I think it's it's part of the reason that Brian Smith doesn't have to say two words You could, you could, Ryan Smith could delete all his social media and you could literally never hear from him again. And nobody would, nobody would blink an eye.
1: Dakota Tubbs says, move the jazz to KC. the branding with Kansas city jazz music is a no brainer. I mean, then the fact that Taylor Swift, who's now a Kansas city resident, she could, okay, let's move on. Uh, John DeLon. I see what you did there. Thank you. Uh, there's no jazz in Canada. Yeah. There's nothing good in Canada from uh, hockey okay what's the music scene in canada like is it alanis morissette who last dude, night
0: you're you, dude what you're disrespecting the greatest rapper of our generation by saying that post malone no you know who i'm talking about oh Lil- louisey
1: no wheezy f no baby.
0: you're disrespecting dude snoop Dogg.
1: Do snoop Dogg. Dogg? Twenty one. Come on, dude. Oh, 21 Savage.
0: You're right. My bad. No. My bad. My bad. No.
1: My bad. Thank you, Drake, for reminding me 21 Savage, greatest rapper of our our generation.
0: You're hating, bro. What do you mean? (coughs) What do you go Raptors?
1: Uh, Alex Ray, a phenomenal Hebrew, still the greatest username I've seen yet. Uh, Unbelievable. And he's one of my favorite dudes. One of my favorite dudes. Uh, not sure the jazz is uh, not sure there is jazz in Utah either. I believe there's not. It's facts. Believe there's not. To be honest, there is no jazz in Utah as well. See, we're all rolling together now. It's synergy. Uh for me, even if the jazz did have a real plan to compete, I still wouldn't buy jazz plus. You would. You would. Tanner says, I'm a cable cutter. Gumby says never bought cable ever. Mike Smith, cable cutter. Noel Ramirez, 120 bucks for a season pass. For Bally's, isn't it 70? But what Bally's though? If it Bally's regional sports, like the the day of the regional sports network is going mm-hmm. on AT&T sports net Rocky mountain, Denver, which is where the jazz used to be. Wasn't NBC, it? or time Bay Warner. Area. Yeah. Come on. Uh, OG Gary, can we talk about LSU on the move to take uh Mizzou's DC? Not really. Not really. Uh, wife and three kids cable is only way to cover all their needs. Well, Jim, there that's a that. very good point. That's a very good point. John DeLon, no cable here, sling TV and rabbit ears. The Buffalo Hunter YouTube TV for the win. Amen to that. Yes. Thanks to YouTube TV, I can watch my Cal Bears in action on the ACC Network. Never imagined this scenario, but here we are. Because it's garbage. Calford, baby.
0: Cal and Duke are kicking off in 10 minutes. On the Calford Radio Network, bitches. Man, those Golden Bears and uh, Duke Blue Devils. Duke. Duke is Duke. Yeah, Duke is Duke. Duke
1: is Duke. Cut the cord while you're drinking Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Tomorrow is Giving Friday because certain people blew off Giving Tuesday. Uh, So we're doing Giving Friday this week. Tomorrow we will give away a $100 Amazon gift card on the show and you will have to show us your Bucked Up. Might as well get to work right now. Might as well get to work right now. We've also thought about doing a a go-to-a-jazz game with us, but Jake doesn't want to support the jazz with ticket sales. It's
0: not true. It's not true. I never said that. What did you say? N- uh, I said, that's a good idea. You
1: said, yeah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
1: uh, but tomorrow is giving Friday on the show. Uh, so get your bucked up in right now. And and again, I will just continue to tell you and I, I don't mind showing you my physique. Yeah. Anyway, I don't really uh, get it. Um. <laughs> I don't know what that was. My hips feel better. <coughs> the point is, uh, I love the fact that Bucked Up is a daily part of my nutritional plan. Um, I I cannot enough say that Buckshot is the best product they make. But man, I might be converting over to their pre-workout because Bucked Up pre-workout is phenomenal. And if you use the promo code Monty at checkout, you get 20% off. Show me your Bucked Up. I I, I had so many people... Um, this year, send us pictures of your, like my guy yesterday sent me a stack of three cases of his bucked up Miami in his garage, bucked up Miami, the best flavor though. The Cavender twins are tasty as well. Uh, and their drink tastes good. good, but the, good. You know, the point is uh bucked up Miami is my favorite flavor. Although the cherry candy is amazing as well. Hook it up, buckedup.com and you can get them at, for all our Texans go to H-E-B. You can get bucked up, uh, Nevada, Arizona, Utah, Maverick, Walmart, any Walmarts got bucked up. Hook it up. Use the promo code Monty to save 20% off at checkout. Um, should the LA Lakers fire Darvin Ham? I think this is a huge story. Now, you know that here on the show, Grum, some of us are Kevin Durant apologists. <clears> hmm. <throat> I happen to be fans of people who actually are productive basketball players, like Devin Booker, who will be an LA Laker before too long. Come on, man! Hopefully, by then they have fired Darvin Ham because I, I, if you go back on the channel and and watch what we talked about, Darvin Ham wasn't the right guy to be the Lakers' coach. It's the LA Lakers. Who's Jake? Who's the best coach in the NBA right now? Mm. Steve Kerr.
0: No. Now, I mean, he's a really good head coach. I uh, He's just in a tough, much tougher position. I mean, I think, you know, if the Suns figure it out, I think Vogel's there, you know, with all the injuries they've had. Uh, I think has Bradley be Beal there. been a bust? So far, yeah. I mean, dude's back just can't hold up. I mean, I hate to say that, but it's true.
1: Yeah, I think he's been a huge problem. But I can tell you who the best coach is not, and that's Darvin Ham because the stories out of Los Angeles are getting ugly now. Darvin Ham has allegedly lost the locker room. Player rotations uh, have been a big source of frustration. His uh, finagling the starting five on a regular basis has pissed some people off. And frankly, there just seems to be a lack of understanding of what the LA Lakers are trying to do on a possession-in, possession-out basis. And I think we saw as much of that from Anthony Davis last night, who warned that if the, J- if the uh, Lakers don't turn this losing streak around, and I'd remind you they've lost three in a row, they're a game under 500, and they are in the last and final playoff spot in the West. Again, Darvin Ham's not the right guy for this job. The Lakers need to go and get a guy who's got pedigree, who's got a, a track record, who's shown you he knows how to handle big personalities. And I'm not even sure that the right coach is out there, but I'm pretty convinced, Jink, that it's not Darvin Ham.
0: And I think the problem is, is that is that your point about them sort of lacking direction on offense and even on the defensive end like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to watch the lakers and see yeah this team is it doesn't have an identity offensively like lebron and ad are in the game okay is austin reeves on the floor or not on the floor and if he's not on the floor who's the number one option well a lot of times it's davis but a lot of times it's lebron like who's shooting it from the corner delo went to the bench like is he a starter is he a backup? Like. That I just think there's a lot of these issues, and 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 I think the the biggest thing at play right now is Darvin Ham wants to sit at the dais and say, hey, well we've had a lot of injuries, and it's and it's I believe he actually said it's damn near impossible to get chemistry and flow and rhythm in your players when they're hurt all the time, which is technically true, but every team deals with this. And the reality of the situation is, when you signed up to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. You didn't sign up to make excuses about injuries. You signed up to get the damn job done. That's the that is the 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 modus operandi, the expectation, the way we do things in LA is championship or bust. So when Darvin Ham's sitting up there making excuses about injury, it's not a great look. You then compound compound that with Austin Reeves saying, "Well, yeah, we just kind of got to figure things out, and you know, like guys got to play a little better." And then you've got Anthony Davis sitting in the locker room saying, "Yeah." Guys know what they need to do individually. We know what we need to do as a team, and we just have to be better. Like so, which is it? Is it the injuries? Is it guys have to improve, or is it we just have to do better? To which I say, yeah, Darvin Ham's lost the locker room because ultimately, when a team's going good, the messaging is the same. Everybody's basically saying the same thing. We're all going the same direction. So for me, yeah, I think if if, if you keep losing, if you lose, like let's say they play, you know, 400 basketball. Uh, over their next 10 games, I'd fire Darvin Ham. I would move it along because at that point, then this team can at least get around the fact that, hey, yeah, we had to fire our head coach and now it's incumbent on us to just go out and get the damn job done.
1: And I think they really missed an opportunity with Nick Nurse because mm-hmm. that's the guy that I probably would have picked to coach yeah, that, that, team. that word.
0: You use pedigree. That guy's loaded with pedigree. Yeah. He's been there and done that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kaufman. What's up, Kaufman? Uh, keep up the great work, Monty and Two Holes. Hope you had a great time over the holidays we did. Hoffman's been a member of the show for nine months. Let's well, go. Wasikowski in Plymouth-Canton. Uh, Kyrie Irving is, uh, is supported by an anti-Semitic group known as the Black Hebrew Israelites, which would have explained his sign situation at Utah. Perhaps. Perhaps, but I, I think... But what explains him denying it then? Like, he had an opportunity to to be an idiot and he turned out not to be an idiot. So I, I just think it's one of those things where you have to you gotta figure it out. I, I mean, honestly and truly. Sean Rollins says uh Bradley needs uh to you mean Brad, Brad Beal. Yeah, it's not Bradley, dude. It's Brad. Bradley needs bucked up. He does desperately, you know, desperately. Uh Gumby Fresh Out says Carvin ham, apparently. Jake made me in a script today say, Darvin, no D ham. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. Carve that ham, Mike Smith said. Uh, Sean Rollins, like I said, they won their trophy the halfway chip. Yeah, the in-season tournament. You know. Uh, Mike Smith, ham bone, ham bone, have you heard? Okay. Jeff Woodworth,
0: uh, two holes got a soul patch. Oh, like, can we not just talk sports? Like, why, why you gotta distract the show, dude? You gotta throw the show out. Like, we, you and I show have had this, dude. You and I have show had him. this conversation, show bro. Him. Like, what, what, what is this technique? Like, is show this him. like, <laughs> like, what is that technique? What, what is that? Apparently,
1: it's how you grow pubes on your chin. I don't know dude, what that. technique is. Why are
0: you is. using the word pubes? Yeah, you must.
1: Uh, that's not a soul patch. That's a few random scraggly hairs. My point, indeed. Buffalo Hunter, the Lakers need Doc Rivers. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I honestly don't know where you go if you're the Lakers because that's a big job. And I, I think, you know, I, I, I don't know who's the best available or who's an up and coming assistant. Are you telling me you're going to hire Jaron Collins for that job? Are you Kevin Young? I, 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 I Becky Hammond, her first gig is going to be the Lakers' job. Come on. I mean, you're
0: where are we at on where are we at on a guy like Monty Williams with everything he's gone through? So like, obviously the run in Phoenix, terrible in Detroit so far, like, you know, and and I know this is crazy to say, but he's underachieved in Detroit. They should be better and they're not.
1: And,
0: you know. Yeah, I I don't
1: know where you go with that. I don't know where you go with. because
0: He's shown the ability to manage big talent big stardom like he's shown that how are
1: they so bad
0: yeah i don't know how are they so bad i don't know but if
1: i'm the lakers i the the issue is your best former head coach out there is probably mike d'antoni right but they don't play defense right and i mean you i don't know where you go i don't know where you go if you're the lakers honest to god because there's not a, in my opinion, there's not a great candidate out there. I mean, you're looking at, um, you know, if I just look at.
0: Oh, boy. What? Breaking news on the Will Howard train. Uh-oh. Buddy has committed to Ohio State. Will Howard from K-State is
1: going to Ohio State? Yes. Yes. Wow, that is a huge pickup. For all, You knew it was going to be SC or Ohio State. Wow. Do you
0: like that? Uh, I do like it for him. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, you you need to go to, you need to go to a system where you can throw it all over the yard and Ohio state is exactly that. And, Mm. and, you know, again, it's another sign on this point that we've discussed over the last week or so about Lincoln going to the NFL. That tells me that Will Howard didn't like what he saw at USC in terms of longevity, in terms of, Hey, you know, what's the current state of the program? Like, Hey, yeah, I feel like I'd be better at Ohio State and I feel like that gives me the best opportunity. So, I that I I happy for him, you know. I, it's a great fit in my opinion.
1: I think it is massive for Ohio State. And I think Lloyd Carr argh, Jason Call me Ryan Day. <laughs> Needed,
2: needed this.
1: <laughs> Absolutely needed this. I think it is huge. Um, and he is wow. I mean, you think about a guy that's played in big games. I, I mean, and the obvious question is, the obvious question is, I mean, do you do you beat Michigan if you had Will Howard? Boy, that's a tough one. Can, can you win the Big Ten this coming season, next year, excuse me, with Will Howard at quarterback? I think he can. I think
0: he can. I think Will Howard – I I think that Will Howard showed us glimpses of what he's capable of. I think that the K-State mm. system for him and his skill set was a bit limiting for him, which is why he's in the position he's in. And, and again, I'm telling you, this is what the transfer portal has done. Hey, I'm Will Howard. I want to go to the league. I know I got to get to a better opportunity to do that and get the kind of draft stock I want. So I'm going to go to a high-profile gig like Ohio State. I'm going to get into a position where I know that I can put up a huge season because I think we all agree that even with the new incoming schools, the Big Ten is still a touch softer, defensively speaking, than the Big 12. And he's going to have better weapons. He's going to have a better head coach. And he should be able to put up a big season. I, I mean, I would I, hope I, I just, so. it, that's the whole point of what you're doing. So yeah, I, 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 for Will Howard, I love it for Ohio state. I, I think, okay, you've got your quarterback that's taken care of. You've moved on from Kyle McCord. Now let's go out and make sure the wide receiver room's taken care of. And and if he can get a running back, that's great.
1: And there's a lot of thought that, um, Mr. Ground ball thrower, err. Center for Alabama, Seth McLaughlin will wind up at the
0: because it's garbage Ohio State. Um, They're not even on the team. Boss and buddies in the portal, dude. After that game, dude.
1: I, I think it's really interesting, and I I think that this is what Ryan Day needed. Let's let's in all seriousness, yeah. Ryan Day needed Will Howard. He was, in my opinion, the best available quarterback in the portal. Um. And I I think this was the only thing that you could do. Yeah. This was it. If you took a risk, this was not the time to do it. Uh, It's fair, says Rock Chalk Jayhawk. We want Bama in overtime. Okay. I like it. Boss Frog, a member for five months, says, hi, Jake. What's up, boss? How we doing, bro? Uh, TH says, won't matter without an O-line for Ohio State. While McLaughlin can block, he just can't snap the ball. You know, Justin fucking Solace. Bro. Wait. What? Bro, what are you so, talking about? Is it man? the vernal equinox? Uh, apparently. Justin Solace. He's
0: not. Uh, Justin Solace is on the show. Where have you been? You've been in your shower still, haven't you? You've been in your shower, dude.
1: Hey. Okay. It's the fucking vernal equinox. Has to be. Justin Solace. Fucking A. Afternoon, boys. I've been silently listening and watching y'all grow with love your thoughts on the rumors. Lori to OKC for the right package. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just roll in here. and. Oh,
0: OK, oh, hold on. Hold on. So wait, you can't on one hand be like, oh, hey, guys, hey, guys, uh, I've been silently listening in the background in the deep state.
1: You would know the answer to the question if that were the truth.
0: And if that were the truth you would know that we've discussed this topic and we broke the news that Laurie Markinen, per my guy, is on the trade block. He is available.
1: Can't be true. You guys are hacks on YouTube. He did real. Fat ass. Anyway, the point <laughs> is, <laughs> The point is, Justin Salas, for those of you who don't know, long time, long time listener. First time commenter. Uh, Justin won a contest, I think, on this show. Where he was wearing our casuals T-shirt, which we're we actually put some time and effort into merch today. Okay, the fucking vernal equinox. Yeah, it's never gonna happen. Uh, but the point is, Justin Salas, who has some actual Monty Show merch, wore it in a shower, and then I believe put it on his new baby.
2: Well, you tried it first. <laughs>
1: Justin solace dude it is so good to see are you still in texas where are you stay hard oh, justin solace you stud good to see you man like all of us will howard signs justin Solis back in the comment section tell me it's unrelated <laughs> tell me it's i will not believe it's unrelated i won't i won't believe it sean rollins what's in the box what's in the box exactly I haven't seen Justin Salas since Don Rudy drama. Crazy, one of the OGs, if I'm not mistaken. Damn right. Damn right. Mike Smith, Monty's slow clap did not get the crowd to join. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. No, it did not. It's fair. Howard is being made out to be Caleb Williams, and y'all are being silly. Here's what, here's what Will Howard is. The best dual threat quarterback in the portal who is legitimately a 30 to 40 touchdown guy with his arm. And he's not scared of the moment. He will run the football effectively. Ask any, any K state fan. Does he have at times problems with interceptions? I'm not the guy that says that he threw four against Oak state.
0: That wasn't great. If I said to you, Hey, we're signing a quarterback to our program. That and you should verify this. I think he's six three. If remember, he's a tall dude. I think he's seven foot three hundred pounds. Yeah, so we're signing a guy that can clearly see over the line of scrimmage, can run speed option if you want him to, read option. Six five. Oh, excuse me, six five two thirty. Come on, man. Two twenty. Come on, man. Uh, speed option, read option. Can run Excuse it for me. you. He's six five two forty. Oh, Thank my you. bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Six five two forty. Go ahead and make so, the play. So he's a unit. We get it. And and this guy has a cannon for an arm. What's what's not to like, dude? What say you? And by the way, he doesn't cry on the sideline after he loses a game. Thank you very much.
1: But hey, Alan Bowman's going back to Oak State, so everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> right. Speaking of which, James. The unofficial Oak State ambassador. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. Reviewer of stadiums. Bo Uh, is playing well. Will Howard is a great pickup for Ohio State. He has improved a lot since 2020. He will do well. He will do well. Uh, OG Gary, Mark Jackson can coach my Lakers. Would love to have MJ. That's a mistake. (laughs) that's a mistake
0: yeah if you want if you want cultural issues in your organization go ahead and hire dude yeah uh tanner
1: Plummer. fun fact i'm actually wearing my monty show shirt underneath my jazz sweater the graphics still look good i like it we do quality work here on the show we actually did make some pretty big leaps and bounds on jazz merch don't lie to me Uh, i i didn't say you're gonna get your hands on it uh, Sean Rollins gifted five Nazi Show. Oh, let me pull it out, bro. Hey. There we go. There we go. Uh, Tanner Plummer sucks. Howard didn't come to BYU. Huge miss by Kalani. Fire him now. Exactly. <laughs> Mike Smith. Will Howard does not lack confidence. I think that was part of the problem with the uh, past Ohio State QB. Well, oh, and I think
0: on both sides too, because yes. I don't think Ryan Day believed in
1: Kyle McCord. That well. Tom Accord with the, he was out quicker than he was in which is what I should have done uh Jeff Woodworth Monty's special underwear merch nope not coming anytime soon but the but what I meant see that came out the okay uh Gumby fresh out I love the yay yay Every, The ye the ye yay exactly uh ha the yay never gets old yay <laughs> Ah, Boss Frog! What the heck? Where's my merch? See, we used to do merch drops on the show. You don't always have to be negative. It was amazing. Cause shit's going good. And we had a Monty Big Five O birthday bash. Did Tanner come to that? I can't remember. I think he did. I can't remember. But Big Daddy Magic was there. He got merch. He did. You know? Yeah, dude. It's fair. Hoodies. The way. Yes, hoodie. We are working on hoodies. Mike Smith, LOL, out quicker than he was in line by Monty, was awesome. Jake did not comment. Um, Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Uh, Any Oregon versus Ohio State looking nice next year in Eugene. Yes, it is. Damn right it is. Yes, it is. Jeff Woodworth, Monty's show, this is how you soak T-shirt. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It gives meaning to, I'm a Quaker. That's damn right. I'm a Quaker. Quake. Okay. Uh, James, would Monty Williams be a good fit with the Lakers? My bad. Just rewind 15
2: minutes. I'm giving you a fucking answer.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Sleeveless hoodies, working on it. Hats, working on it. Uh, That's great, but that doesn't answer my question, where's my merch? I believe it's at the Floridian, right, Jake? Uh, no, it's actually at the Omni Hotel. In Dallas. Yeah. We're big Twelve media day won't be. We'll, we'll hook. We'll t- we're trying. Uh, it's fair. Swim trunks. See, that's what I said. Rip the crotch out of them. Wow. Uh, Aaron Wilson. I want my Monty Show snapback. Working on it. Jogging pants. That's I cool. want it. Better get some talc. Although, didn't they say talc causes boy problem like cancer? The jewels. His cock. I think so. No if the yeah, good call. Yeah, good call. Okay. Ohio State we want a quarterback, <laughs> they get a quarterback. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Tanner, I was at the Big 50 birthday bash. And I remember Monty forcing me to eat cake. God, I
0: love cake so much.
1: Okay, Uh, and I also don't remember seeing you, Jake. Where were you? Were you there? Yeah, no, he wasn't there because he was parading around Salt Lake City with the Stanley Cup. You know, what's happening, Jake?
0: Pete Thamel just tweeted: uh, Will Howard commits Ohio State. Tells ESPN what attracted him to Columbus over USC and Miami. He also quickly realized the importance of the Michigan game. That's the team up north now. He's already talking junk on Michigan, dude, dude,
1: you got, he's been on the show three times. I think.
0: Oh, and there will be a fourth time.
1: Will Howard is amazing. The fact that he's already TTU Michigan (laughs) is unbelievable. Um, I'm telling you, man, the non-believers, the unbelievers, you better start believing. You better start believing. Jeff Woodworth, I want a skinwalker polo. Okay. Bro, a
0: skinwalker polo? What is that even like? Where do you even get this? I have no idea where you come up with that.
1: Uh, Jeremiah Champion, I'm so happy y'all are back. The only thing that kept me going was getting engaged over the holiday. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Congratulations to you, dude. Construction works up, losers. Good to see you. Now that's how you come into the comments section. Hey, Jiggle, are you the hammer? Are you the kill today? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: Okay. All right. I'm having issues trying to keep up with OG
0: Gary and all of his teams. Very confusing. (laughs) Wow. So we reviewed this yesterday. And I believe you asked a very direct question, which got confusing for OG, which was. How are you a Utah, LSU, and Michigan fan? No, How does that work?
1: T-T-U-N, please. Yes, Thank
0: you. The, uh, 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 a T-Ton fan. <laughs> My bad.
1: Christopher Leal says, hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Uh, Mike Smith, yes, Gary is a sports team butterfly, but a passion. <laughs> 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 oh, we were having such a good show. I'm Mr. Worldwide, Eric. And oh, Dijuar. prestige worldwide, huh? If the... Wants a bull victory, they get one. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, they apparently see this is Dakota Tubbs has a, a, Stay a, hard. an incredible passion yes. for Missouri. Yes. And uh, you do you, man. Uh, it's fair. Monty show hoodies with bucked up sponsor. Yes. Uh, worldwide pants. I uh, my pants are worldwide.
0: Will Howard wants all the smoke. Yes, he does. So, well, he said yes, he said he, does. he said he'd come back on the showroom after he committed. So
1: Do you you see what Jack did here? No. Oh, hi. Ohio. (laughs) Okay. TH, the rivalry is out of control. No, it's just getting started. Uh, The Buffalo Hunter, construction work has ultra soft hands. Somehow I doubt that. And I really Uh, don't want to know. The term is supple. Supple and moist. Uh, Jake was soaking on the coach. I believe he was. Okay. Skinwalker Ranch out of Vernal. Hey, Vernal. Hey, Vernal. You guys are ridiculous. John DeLong, can we speak on Jake's soul patch some more,
0: bro? Uh, no, no, no. We're we're not. We're we're not. Did I not? Did I not? not as a as that. a yeah, father as that. a father son bonding experience.
1: Did I not offer to take a tweezer and rip each one of those hairs out on their own? That's vision. bullshit, right? I just was ding ding. Was that father and, and son because bonding? Because we're bonding dude. over pain, right? I mean, as a Chicago Bears fan, that's what I do. Well, that's I, true. I bond over pain, but your face, which is also painful. That was I, a masterpiece of dog shit. I was trying to help. I'm trying to help
0: you. Well, you know what your old Monty saying is. It's not what you try to do. It's Something only what, what you, you do, did do. do. Yeah. And stuff.
1: You have a trimmer. I mean, we're going to the barber yes, I have a
0: trimmer, dude. I didn't trim it. Like, why is this a thing? Like, I, I didn't trim it yet. I'll, do you want? So should I delete? Do a poll. Do a poll. Do a poll. Yeah. shit. Should should I just Why get rid I gonna of it? Why a poll on because, your soul pad, because because people patch. want people want it p- the people it's want it pube it's provocative patch. okay pubes. I want it No I'm not it's poll. not pubes dude should to shave or not to shave should Jake No J2H shave <clears> throat>
1: <Thompson>. throat> J2H sorry 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 We are making a J2H t-shirt by the way <laughs> J, should J2H <laughs> shave his pubes <laughs> <laughs> okay uh yes no or never say that again go <laughs> the poll is in place have your say okay there it is the okay. poll is happening right. so should j2h shave his pube patch 50 percent already say yes okay so i'm gonna have to say you're gonna have to shave this 20 what would i do without you 20 already saying
0: never say that again i i I, look, I'm here to serve. My you. My girlfriend is listening to the show right now. She said, "Please, you're, li- you're living. Please? You're living. No, no, you're what? living, girlfriend. Please add a yes on the poll for me to shave the soul patch." Wow, y'all are haters, dude. I mean, this is uh, this is some this is some grade A unbeliever behavior. It, it's ridiculous, dude. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely ridiculous. Forty percent are saying yes.
1: That's not fifty. Now, here's the other part about this. Let's get erotic. <laughs> I should get to cut it on the show. Bro. I should get to bring in my clipper tomorrow and shave that pew beard off your face.
0: <laughs> what do I get? Nothing.
1: You get freedom from the pew beard. That's what you you get oh. to be, you know, an actual adult who isn't on parole or isn't cooking meth at night.
0: Physiologically, it's a non-starter.
1: Scroggins. Like the that's Scroggins? Right. I mean, that's what. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Um, you should do a shirt that says "Monty Knows Sports" on the front. Put all your sponsors on the back. I could do that. Yay! Uh, I uh, th there is not much to shave. I think I should. If if That's what I'm saying, dude. If like, I win this the is poll, not some like beard or anything. If I win the poll, I should get to pull him out with a tweezer. Three no redo <laughs> Jesus, that would hurt. Yeah, like come on, dude. Teddy Wayman. Oh, we're just going to have wow. a reunion on the show. The Cougar King, dude. The
0: Draper Terrorizer. Sup, <laughs> guys. Jake, keep the patch, bro. See, see. Thank you, thank you. Tile King Utah, stay hard, bro.
1: Do you do you comb that thing by? the no, And I I'm don't. just I'm I asking don't, for I don't a friend.
0: Comb this thing, dude. I don't. It's not that large. Okay, you. Know, that's what they all say <laughs> about you. Well, that's what they all say about you. Shuck. <laughs> oh,
1: no it's not that large sir <laughs> no it's not no it's not uh, th that'll take all of three seconds i i agree that's what they all say huh i don't disagree <laughs> uh lopes fan gave for two dollars j2h's soul patch is a masterpiece
0: Thank you dude thank you the thing is beautiful like, no thank you bro no, it's
1: not no it's not no it's not at all e- ever uh Brandon Butler, full beard or nothing, Jake. It's not a landing strip, my dude. <laughs> exactly. i <laughs> flavor saver, bro. Don't uh, play intramurals, brother. Is shaving cream needed? No.
0: No. You just need a hand yeah, trimmer. I have it. I have one, dude. I with, just haven't used
1: it. With a guide on it. Because uh, that's what I do. I have a little residual. And there's nothing wrong with that. You just can't look like no, creepy
0: you can't Steve. Have a little forest on your lip there, slick. No, like it because it's creepy.
1: You're a weirdo. No, you're not. No, actually, you. Well, I almost called you a nice guy, which doesn't
0: is make me. you feel responsible. Uh,
1: Maury Alvarez, my daughter wears the 50th birthday t-shirt at least once a week. That's Let's what I'm go, saying, dude. Uh, Mike Smith, haha, Cougar King, Teddy Wayman, Draper, Moms, done, <laughs> done. Uh, James, keep the man area trim. Need a lawnmower 5.0. That's what I'm saying. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. That is exactly what I'm saying. And lawn lawnmower 5.0. Yes, that's actually from Manscaped. I know. Yeah, it's a product. I just. I yeah, have I one. Love that
0: that's, oh, you have
1: one. I have a 3.0. Yes, I do. Oh, you have a 3.0. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out. Jake's impersonating Teddy with that soul patch. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, need an ego G. Gary. No, you. De- I, if I can't print <clears throat> the Todd. Wow, we're just gonna reunite with everybody. Wow. The Todd Father Where decided to show up been, today. Sir? Keep growing it, Jake, till it's literally to the pubes. Then you can like braid them <laughs> together. <laughs> My wife got a new like blow dryer brush combination unit. Wow, she would lend it to you to braid. That, that the-
0: seems intensive. The soul
1: patch pube thing. Uh, girl, get self-conscious about flavor savers. We're going to move on. Aaron Wilson, I heard you trim it. Looks It looks
0: bigger. Grow up. Bro, you did not just say, I heard if you trim it, it looks bigger. Can you measure it? It's
1: You're getting smoked. 50% said, yes, shave the pube patch. 26% say no, and 24 say never say that again. Half the people who voted in the poll say you're out. You got to shave that thing. Okay.
0: I'll shave it tonight. It's fine.
1: Uh, no, we're doing it on the show tomorrow. You're not doing it with tweezers, bro. That's, yes, I that am. That is
0: inhumane, bro. Oh, sis,
1: Can I do it that with scissors? Is
0: in- no. I guess you could. Yeah, that wouldn't hurt that bad.
1: You think it's going to hurt at all? No, probably not. What if I that? did it with scissors, it would hurt. Yeah, probably.
0: No, with tweezers, it would hurt.
1: Scissors wouldn't hurt. LOL, Jake is just a late bloomer. Yar, it's okay you can't grow a beard. It's not fucking real. The funny
0: thing (laughs) is you're
1: notorious for your neck beard. Yeah. Which you should never grow again. Uh, John DeLon, no shaving cream needed. Maybe a little Oreo cream. Jake's a big fan of the cream.
0: (laughs) What? Why do you say things like that, dude? I don't
1: know what you mean. Are you not? No. Okay. Okay, Eric Wasikowski from Plymouth Canton, or, or uh, Joseph Harper. Joseph
0: Harper from, from not Plymouth Canyon. From not, he's
1: actually from Seattle. Prick. Uh, <laughs> Jakey got that Shaggy from Scooby <laughs> Okay. Oh. I need to go home. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you. You are going to. You are going now, Shaggy the rapper. Yes, you do. Oh, my God. Yes, you do.
0: But he doesn't even have one. Oh,
1: he does. No, he, he does not. Okay. Well, we're going to let the people decide. What? We're going to let the people decide. Dude because, does not
0: have a flavor saver
1: right there. Um, I don't know what he's got, which is exactly what you have. I and think I, I've hit it every time. I, I don't know what you have, but what I do know is that you actually do look like Shaggy. Yeah, and you're shoving that thing in your mouth, too. Look at his chin. Look at a little. Come on. <clears throat> Come on.
0: I do not look like that, dude. Yes, you do. No, I don't.
1: Did I not warn you that you
0: would be scrogging? Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. You are. Uh every 20 pounds is an inch. G okay. That's wow. actually
0: scientifically proven.
1: Okay. Jakey uh rec- Katie Raider. Pew pew. Wow. Let's go. Get them all together. Uh Jakey looks like he needs uh bliss sticks. Jake, you got some chap happening over there? No. Did you just lick your lips? No. Do it again? No. <laughs> no. It is what it is. Oh, Jeremiah says, best showgram ever. Eric Wasikowski, hey. really, from Plymouth King. Uh, it's pretty big on uh, 65, 8K TV. That's what I'm saying. His cock. <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? Uh, I can't unsee it, Jake. Jake does look like Shaggy.
0: No, I don't. Yeah, bro.
1: you do. No, I don't. You do, no, J2H. I don't, yeah, dude. you do. No, I don't. You do. I yeah, do not. You do. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Maybe. Get out of my way, dude. Tell me you don't. You honestly think that's not a self-portrait?
0: No. The way.
1: Tell me when we go to Jersey Mike's, that's not how you inhale.
0: I mean, I do, but
1: I don't look like him. Okay. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. So I'm going to end the poll because it's overwhelming now. It's it's overwhelming that you're going to shave that thing on So-called the show experts. tomorrow. You're going to shave that thing on the show tomorrow. Okay. Right? Okay. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, uh, if you want to bring scissors in. I'm not bringing scissors in. Uh, James says, I have a great idea for a shirt. Oh, God. Oh, Pick up Monty as a sports Jedi. Jake as a Padawan. Um. May the sports be with you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> y- you know. It's fine. I am your father. So uh, can I make a confession to you guys? Yeah.
0: Well, I've never seen Star Wars.
1: I've seen every Star Wars like a thousand times. Yeah. I'm not the douche who's never seen the original Dune.
0: I have seen the original Dune. Who's in yes the... I have. Who's I not remember. I watched it when I was like eight. I remember watching Dune as a kid. I can't name faces and everything. but Yeah, just because it's fucking Sting. It's Sting. It's not like, excuse my French. Yeah, but I wasn't into wrestling as a kid. Whose fault is that?
1: That's bullshit. (laughs) So you really think... See, you say stuff like that. I wasn't into wrestling, bro. I said Sting. You said wrestling. Like you just have no culture. And then you wonder why I want to shave your your pube patch with a, a pair of tweezers. You wonder why. <laughs> and the funny thing is you think bro, that you think the you the
0: fact that you've token this thing a pube patch.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Dude,
0: it's not. You you bro. dude,
1: you cook meth in a trailer. Just Gosh. own it. Just own it. Man, how come you haven't shaved your girlfriend even hates it?
0: Yeah, I'll shave it tonight,
1: dude. Did her family comment on it? No. Did any of them pull it to bully you? No. Did you want them to? No. Because it is kind of like a It's I could pull you around by your lower lip with that thing.
0: No, no.
1: So tomorrow on the show, I want you to commit (laughs) that you're going to allow me to to shave that thing on the show. Human
2: or non-human? With what? (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: I'm not committing yes to tweezers, or no. dude. Yeah, I'm I am not committing Did I to say tweezers. commit to tweeze it? I'm not committing to that. You're a
1: jerk. I'm not going to Okay. So you're going to show up here tomorrow and it'll be gone. Yeah. Okay. Trevor Bauer tells Fox News he was reckless and made a lot of mistakes after sexual assault allegations halted his MLB career. Mm. Boy, this is just going to be that day of revelations. Jake's got a pube patch, and Trevor <laughs> Bauer says he was reckless with his sex life. Man, wow. 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 How about that? All right. Uh, let's get back on the track. The Monty Show presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business. Uh, hit them up at theadvocates.com. You can chat with an injury attorney, and it's not going to cost you a penny. Live online right now, twenty four seven, three sixty five, 365, on your schedule, whenever you need them. The advocates.com, they are there to help you. And if you've been hurt at work, man, I know you're worried about losing your job. You're worried about paying your, your rent or your mortgage. The advocates got that for you. Let them take all that weight off of you so you can get healthy. You can get back to work. The advocates are going to take care of your case. They're going to get you a phenomenal outcome because you only pay the advocates when and if they win your case. So if you don't win your case or if the outcome is not in your favor, you don't, you don't pay the advocates. You have nothing to lose quite literally nothing to lose at the advocates.com. Uh, make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty show cougar uh, tracks. I love the old Dune movies. Jake's never seen it. Uh, Tanner Plummer. The new Dune movie is better than the original anyways. See, okay. Harry Austin, shaggy two holes. Great co-host. Right. Uh, Mike Phillips, Flavor Saber is a consent issue. You have to ask permission to go uh, for a to-go order. See what I'm saying? Okay. See what I'm saying? Sting from the Family Guy Cutaways? Exactly. Exactly. Sting was cool, but even he could not save that turd of a movie. New Dune is much better. I didn't say the New Dune is not much better. I was going to confess that over the holiday, I had a massive breakdown. And listen, I think we all are in a vulnerable space on the show, right, Jake? Yeah. And as a man, I think it's important to be honest and vulnerable. And to let you know my struggles internally. I knew today would be shitty. And I've wrestled with confessing this on the show and whether or not I should come forward and really let down the macho man perspective that I carry so easily frankly it comes natural but should I should I share this breakdown that I had and and potentially shatter your view of my awesomeness but I've gotten past all of that now that Jake has admitted <clears throat> the pube patch is going to go tomorrow I, I can't say it I don't know that I can admit it Should I do it? Yes. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. I watched. I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud. Because this movie or these movies, I have, <laughs> I have done such a good job. Again, as a man with the Epstein list being out. Right. Um, I have done such a good job of avoiding these type of films.
0: Oh, shit. Was it a rom-com? No. Okay, but was there were young movie, kids in the movie. Was it a movie created by that company that the AG of Florida State is attacking?
1: I don't know who created it. Oh, okay. Hey, bro, re- just real quick, real quick. Hey, who created Harry Potter? Is that a Disney movie? Do you know? Oh, okay. uh, it, no, it's not from that company. Okay, great, great, awesome. I watched multiple. Segments of a Harry Potter movie. Which one? Okay. Which one? And I hope you guys will forgive me. I know it's a huge breach of your trust. What the (laughs) fuck are you? I don't know which one. The one where the guy won't let him, like they're filling the house with mail.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's number one.
1: Yeah. It it should be the last. That's one of the worst. (laughs) I have ever.
0: Dude, you're That's, such a hater on movies, it's, dude. It's you, one you of you the worst movies I've ever seen. You don't appreciate <clears throat> movies for what they are. Says the guy, never mind. My pew patch has nothing to do with this. <laughs> I was going to say, says the
1: guy who has not seen The Godfather. <gasps> uh, uh, the Christie says, the one with wands. Yeah, the one they had the wands and stuff. Yeah, I got a wand. Mike Smith, Barbie or Taylor Swift movie? No, Barbie, no. Uh, Jack says, Alvin in the chipmunks, the squeak wall, squeak, the squeak. See what they did there. because chipmunks, Kim Coulter. Please don't say Barbie mother of God. (laughs) Never. Uh, Mike Smith, nothing wrong with the Harry Potter movies. You just have to understand they were kids and family friendly movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kim Coulter, man card remains safe. Okay. Monty, My respect for you just went way up. Okay, good. Uh, OG, Gary, Godfather one, two, and three best movies. Okay. Jake has no idea. If
0: that's what you're saying.
1: Bobby De Niro was amazing. Yeah. Bobby D pirates too. No, just no, not at all. Not at all. All right. Uh, can we talk about ESPN real quick? Because what would this show be without Pat McAfee? So, you know, that Pat McAfee has come under the Aaron Rodgers radar heavily. After Aaron Rodgers linked, um, and I dare say his name again on this show, but Jimmy Kimmel. Right. To the Epstein list, and the Epstein list then comes out, and Jimmy Kimmel's nowhere to be found.
0: Oh. Well,
1: it made people do a deeper dive into Pat McAfee and his success or value to ESPN. And I'm going to put this slide up here, and it seems ridiculous because I cannot believe this. Colin Cowherd is beating Pat McAfee in viewership. The herd is up 19%. That's bullshit. In in viewership versus the Pat
0: McAfee show. Where are you getting your information from? Uh, Just Andrew Mm Marshan from the New York Post. Oh, so like one of the most reputable sources on this stuff. Colin Cowherd has seen a 19% growth
1: In viewership since the debut of the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee on a daily basis is handed 583,000 viewers from first take. And he maintains only half of those viewers, which is a four, it's 302,000 on average. It's a 48% drop. And here's the worst part. Pat McAfee, replaced when they put him on, they took off repeats of SportsCenter. His ratings, his viewership is down 12% from repeats of SportsCenter. Is this a big deal for ESPN?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's it, it obviously is a potential issue for ESPN, but I think it's a bigger deal for Pat because, you know, I, I agree with some of the headlines I saw that say, hey, if you're going to be a pain in the ass for ESPN, like your viewership has to be rock solid. I mean, you got to be... You know, uh, a high performer, lead performer, top performer in terms of viewership to justify you being a pain in the ass. And this is, you know, a a concept as old as time. If you're going to be difficult, you have to perform. You got to make it worthwhile for the people you're being difficult with. And I think, you know, yeah, does Pat have a load of viewership on YouTube? Yes, he does but but nobody for whatever reason measures that the youtube audience that he carries because that's not part of espn's ad correct partners and so it doesn't matter he could have a billion viewers at once on youtube espn doesn't care about that because that's not helping their ad partners on their network and so this has been my thing the whole time espn and we talked about this yesterday but when it happened we said espn sold themselves out and really I think ESPN sent a message that, you know, less professionalism is okay. Hey, we're cool. We're, we're good with five, eight guys sitting around a room talking about sports. That's what we feel is the next thing. And unfortunately, as it seems to be in life all the time, the guys that get the opportunities don't take professionalism seriously. And I'm not saying that the guy's got to be in suit and tie and it's got to be a scripted show and all that. That's the shame in it is that, All he's got to do is not get in his own way, and he'll be there for as long as he wants to be there because he's got viewership. But he can't get out of his own way. He wants to let guys like Aaron Rodgers run their mouth. He wants to let anybody say anything. He wants to say anything about anybody and then wants to make a joke about it. So if Jimmy Kimmel tomorrow wakes up and decides to formalize a lawsuit, that's on Pat, in my opinion, because you allowed... You allowed Aaron Rodgers, the platform, to do this.
1: Well, I also think you need to understand the business proposition that ESPN is working under. Number one, by far, Pat's largest viewership is on YouTube. Not close. The Problem with that is that doesn't make ESPN the money that they're trying to make to recoup their $80 million investment in Pat McAfee. So you have, and I mean, we watch his show on YouTube pretty much every day. Honestly, we don't watch it on ESPN. We watch his show on YouTube. So he generally has between 200 and, depends on what's happening, but 200 and 400,000 people on his show, watching his show on YouTube. But you can't count those numbers. And I think that's the thing that ESPN didn't understand is when you have this massive audience that is trained, it's going to be difficult to flip them to live TV. They're trained on digital. They're trained on an app. They're trained to go to their phone or their desktop every day and watch Pat McAfee. They're not trained to go to the TV, and they're not going uh, to other ESPN platforms. They're watching the Pat McAfee show on Pat's YouTube channel. And I think that's one of the biggest issues for ESPN is they're not able to monetize that. Yeah. Now, does he create headlines? Absolutely, he does. The Aaron Rodgers stuff, the Nick Saban stuff today that he's not retiring. Yes, he does. There's, it, it's unequivocal. ESPN right now in their current business model makes money on people who watch TV, and that's an issue. And I think when you are when you are the behemoth that ESPN is, it's awfully hard to swallow that Colin Cowherd is outdrawing Pat McAfee on television. It's awfully hard to swallow the pill that a year ago they were running repeats and canned sports centers. And those are, were outdrawing Pat McAfee. So it's awfully difficult to swallow that. You, you, They were expecting a massive influx of viewership on television. And I just think that's not where the average sports fan ingests sports talk. I think YouTube and I think digital apps is where people go for sports talk. And I I don't know how ESPN fixes this because again, we seem to be in this cycle where shitty sports talk wins and I don't get it. And Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about our show being great or, but when you look at Colin Cowherd, that show's not good. He routinely makes massive mistakes because it's garbage and he's winning. And I, I don't understand that. I think Pat McAfee is the face of sports talk in this country. I think he's got by far the biggest sports talk platform in the world. And somehow he's not winning.
0: Yeah, I think that's because there's burnout factor with Pat. Like, it, well, in the sense that's that, very that, interesting. Like Pat, you know, can turn people off. And, you know, as I hate to say this, but whether you like Colin or not, you know he's on whether you like Rome or not, you know he's on. whether you like Stephen A, you know he's gonna be on and and you know what to expect out of these guys. and I'm telling you when you start talking about things like uh, the pandemic uh, thoughts on vaccines, thoughts on that type of sensitive material. yeah uh, you know obviously Epstein's list is the latest example, but when you start talking about sensitive material like that, like you're gonna turn people off quick because the one thing that i think people have always undervalued in the industry is listeners, viewers, you guys come to our show for sports and fun. You do not come to our show for me to tell you something about some war overseas or or the border or whatever political issue is the hot topic today. Like you don't come to our show or Pat show or any of these shows for that type of content. If you wanted that content, you'd have your chosen news network on. And so when Pat has Aaron Rodgers on and you're like, all right, cool. This is the Pat McAfee show. It's the new thing. Aaron Rodgers is sitting in the chair. Like let's talk football, man. He's making $4 million and, a year to be on that show. Yeah. Like let's talk football. Let's talk recovery. Let's talk X's and O's. Like, let, I, you know, I want to know this from Aaron. Like, and then he gets on about Jimmy Kimmel and Epstein's list, like, I think that frustrates people. And and I don't even think it frustrates them from the standpoint of agreeing or disagreeing with Aaron. I think there's a large percentage of viewer that's like, dude, if you're going to bring someone on to talk about political stuff or or Epstein's list, like, I'm not interested in that. And I know that I can go to to cowherd rome Stephen a you know dan patrick hell even rich eisen i can go to these guys who've been figureheads in the industry for decades and i can get the token nfl playoff picture conversation and i'm not even interested in it because they're so good i just want to know more while i fill out my data spreadsheet like I'm telling you that's a big deal. Yeah, I I think it is really interesting. I I I
1: just I am very interested to see how this all pays off for ESPN because if if you're not able to leverage YouTube and when I say leverage YouTube, YouTube ads and YouTube viewership absolutely makes you money. But we're talking about a a, a situation where he is his he and his staff Cost them millions of dollars a year. It is not a small enterprise. and you I, I mean, Pat's biggest ad partner right now, I would believe is verizon. um, but you don't get if you watch his show and and again, I watch his show every day. and you don't get typical if I'm not watching on ESPN and I rarely do, we don't see ads on his show when he goes to break on his show, they play features and Hey, here's me at WrestleMania. Hey, here's me at the college football playoff. And mm-hmm. you don't get a lot of ads. And it's it's one of those things that I think is going to be very interesting for ESPN to navigate. And as somebody who works in the YouTube space on a daily basis, it is a very difficult game to play. You have to play by their rules and their rules only at at, at Google and YouTube. And if you don't, you're not going to win. And I'm very curious how ESPN will leverage his show on television because any way you slice it, their television product is going to be around for a significant amount of time and their direct to consumer stuff is probably two years away. Mm -hmm. I mean, just in the next two years, are you just willing to eat the money you're losing on Pat's show? Because I think by any measure, they're losing money.
0: I also would point out that it remains incredible, like amazing, the lack of knowledge around YouTube as a platform. like It's wild. The idea that we're sitting here having a conversation about a company like ESPN not understanding how YouTube works or that you're not going to bring hundreds of thousands of viewers from YouTube to live TV at ESPN is astonishing to me. I mean, you can bring... like, Like, you could bring like fanduel where pat was. You can bring YouTube users to fanduel all day. That that's fine cuz it's a digital product and people are trained on that. Hey, okay, it's this is where I find your show on fanduel. I get it. Totally cool. Totally understand. It makes perfect sense. But but ESPN just assumes that you're willing to like go on YouTube TV or like Go on DirecTV and pull up ESPN. And I think the other thing that ESPN undervalued, and this has been your point the whole time about Pat and SportsCenter, is is putting the Pat McAfee show on TV in a bar is not really a productive thing for that bar because you don't understand what they're Mm. talking about, the way you do with Pardon the Interruption, the way you do with SportsCenter or whatever. I think it's very interesting the heat that Pat's
1: taking for his apology that wasn't really an apology. Yeah,
0: he saying that
1: bad. he saying that he was you know he apologized or he was, you know, regretted being part of it, and he only wants to bring positivity. I I think these are all learning experiences for Pat, and he said you know I'm sorry. I, I think he said I apologize Pat for will, being part of it.
0: Pat will be more successful when he stops taking a half ass approach to to professionalism and. And and content like that's my opinion. I think that Pat McAfee is a football player, knows football, has I- intimate knowledge of the game, and he's outstanding on football. But he is uneducated on other sports or other things in the in, in the sporting world. Yeah, he's brutal like, on the NBA. H- his his co-hosts, in my opinion, and it's not personal, but I just think that they don't have good conversation about other sports outside of football. They and, don't. I'd even go as far as to say that he's only really good on the NFL. College football is a little more surface level for Pat as well. So that's why I say I just, I don't know. We watch it every day. Like you have said three, four times already. We watch it every day. I know this guy's show. And I'm telling you, his show could be loads better if he would just invest in a couple of core fundamentals. And it doesn't have to be suit and tie scripted thing. It can feel exactly the same. Just be a little more disciplined. Be notice when he guests. apologized,
1: it wasn't tank top, Pat. It no. was dress shirt, Pat. And
0: by the way, and we've seen this, it hasn't been tank top, Pat, for about two weeks. Hasn't been. He hasn't worn a tank top. And I know it's winter and it's cold, but you're telling me this guy can't find a jacket? Like he's, I'm telling you, that's that's a thing. That's absolutely a thing. Yeah, we'll see.
1: I, I, I really hope that Pat makes it. I hope that, I don't see any way that you can separate yourself from Pat. And I think it is it, when you, and I, I think one of the things that's really important to point out, they license their show. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I hope people understand this. Pat McAfee does not on the, on the Pat McAfee show, not game day, not the other super cast, on the Pat McAfee show, he does not work for ESPN. That is wholly a licensed deal, which means ESPN takes a feed of his show and puts it in different places. That's it. He does not work for them. He does. They do not have editorial control. He has the final say on, hey, is Aaron Rodgers going to be on your show? That's a Pat McAfee decision. And we've told you that from day one. And it's why people at ESPN are so pissed that Aaron Rodgers is allowed to go on and just shred ESPN personalities and rip the credibility of the news operation at ESPN. And I, it's wild to me. Yeah, It's wild to me that, yeah, that's it's just, it's crazy to me. Um, Cougar tracks, never watch Monty for the facts. I don't think you should ever watch anybody for the facts. I think you should go and
0: do, find out what's on your own. This is not like, and that's a good point. Like even with Pat's show or our show, like we're going to tell you what we know the facts to be, but you're going to believe it or you're not, but you you can make up your own damn mind about it. Like if you think that we're not credible, fine, cool. That's your opinion. But my point is, is that every show is going to be a bit different, but not every show is out here ripping ESPN personalities when they're in a relationship with ESPN.
1: Yeah. Jojo Boyd says Jimmy Kimmel's on the list. He's not on the list. And Jojo, I think you're the same probably Jojo that's been tweeting at me about it and sending me like 4chan link. 4chan is not a credible is not a credible news source. So let's stop this is the stuff that I think is 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 ridiculous. Jimmy Kimmel's nowhere nowhere on any list to this point. Because there was another there was another news dump today of like 300 and something documents um, that were released, according to Reuters, uh, that have not been vetted yet. And so they're going through them. And I think the Jeffrey Epstein list yesterday was a nothing burger. There's nothing on that list. And no, Jeff, you were not on the list. There were no names on that list yesterday that were at all surprising. Or, I, I just like, am I the only one who, who thought it was very anticlimactic? We knew about Bill Clinton, we knew about the Trump stuff, we knew about Michael Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. there was it was a big not the probably the biggest, most controversial revelation was the Alan Dershowitz stuff. Yeah, outside of that, was anybody really surprised?
2: Anybody, no, I, no, I think nobody probably. Was shocked. Not.
1: I think probably not. So I, it, it's just, yeah. It's very interesting to me the way all of that played out. I thought it was a big nothing burger. Absolutely. Uh, phenomenal Hebrew. Sounds like ESPN has a problem with Pat McAfee like Penn State has with overpaid mediocre James Franklin. Well, I think Pat's got a great show. You know what the problem is? Pat's learning that his show is not his show anymore. You're mainstream. You're main, And it's one of the reasons we don't do radio. And we've talked about this openly, like everybody's asked us to do radio and we haven't found the right situation because everybody wants to control the words you say. And Pat has never had anybody tell him what to say until right now. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're starting to learn what it's like to be in business with somebody else because Pat doesn't work for himself anymore. And he didn't want to work for himself anymore with the FanDuel stuff. And it is not, it is not easy. It is not easy. The Christie says Stephen Hawking. Well, but Stephen Hawking wasn't on the list. Stephen Hawking, they were, pl- I think Jeffrey Epstein was communicating that Stephen Hawking had n- no part of any issue there. And am I going to use the exact words. Yeah. You know, uh, Tom Pritzker and Glenn Dubin big to, yeah, I-, I don't disagree with that, but shocking. Mm. Uh, Tanner Plummer, Alan being on the list, wasn't surprising. He was seen multiple times with Epstein Well, he was his attorney. He represented him, oh. but finding out the activities, yeah, that was. Hmm. Uh, he's overstayed his welcome, Tanner. Jimmy Kimmel sucks now. I don't think he sucks. I just think that Jimmy Jimmy was great on the Man Show. Jimmy's a great stand-up comedian. Like Jimmy's a really ta- Jimmy Kimmel is a very talented funny man. He, when you dip your toe into water that you don't know the depth of, I think you get yourself in trouble. Yeah, I, I, I truly
0: do. Are we talking about Pat or Jimmy?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Both. That's absolutely true. Cougar tracks. I love the Monty show, but I watch because it's fun. Yeah. That's what sports is supposed to be. In my opinion. Uh, Gumby fresh out. Kimmel has never been good. The man show was hysterical. Adam Carolla
0: and Jimmy Kimmel together are amazing. And I think that. Why do we all hate Jimmy so much, dude? Like I didn't realize Kimmel was such a, like one of those people that people just hate because he puts himself
1: into political because he's,
0: he's gone after
1: Donald Trump several times. Like it, the, the COVID stuff, that's do we what- have no
0: ability to see that, that that's, of course, he's going to go after Trump. Of course, he's going to talk about the pandemic. Of course, he's going to like, this is the material. He's a, he's a comedian making jokes about life, about the things that affect all of us, about the the hot topic. Like, Like, I I guess it surprises me. We have no ability to say, hey, this guy's a paid comedian. He's making a joke. Yeah. Like, just because you don't like that the joke is about, let's say, Donnie or Aaron Rodgers or like your guy. Yeah. Doesn't mean that Jimmy Kimmel's an asshole. He's just paid to do this. Yeah,
1: totally agree. And and nobody
0: sees that somehow.
1: No, absolutely right. OG Gary, I tolerated Jimmy because he would have Kobe on time to time. Jimmy it, it there is a burnout factor i but i think most people that hate jimmy kimmel hate him because of the trump stuff yeah because of the covid stuff jimmy has no fear of wading into that stuff he he doesn't it's a, it's the it is the inability in our country to listen to a different viewpoint than your own And go figure out if that's actually the case. We don't do that anymore. We just yell and scream at people, and then we try to cancel culture them. Or sue them. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just, yeah, we'll see. It it is what it is, man. I I think when stuff like Jeffrey Epstein happens or stuff like Pat McAfee and Jeffrey Epstein collide, Mm -hmm. because that's really what this is, right? This is Pat McAfee and Jeffrey Epstein colliding. And you know why it's a problem? Because Pat didn't know that was coming. That's why it's a problem because he's, and I think the number is $4 million over their relationship that Pat McAfee has paid Aaron Rodgers over $4 million in their time together. He makes over a million dollars a year from Pat McAfee's show, Aaron Rodgers. It's wild. And what do you, what do you get? Aaron Rodgers has a license to say whatever he wants Mm -hmm. and it's continually a problem. That's what this is. It is these different worlds. Colliding with each other. And it's why I think Aaron Rodgers has taken some hits. Because he says stuff that you just can't back up. And people automatically believe it's true. Because it's Aaron Rodgers. And we don't do our own research ever. Ever. Uh, James says, I'll watch Colbert occasionally. I don't watch late night news comedy. The late night shows anymore, I don't watch. I I don't watch.
0: Yeah, I never really... Got into him.
1: I was a Carson, Leno, Letterman fan, uh, but I can't tell you the last time I watched a late night show. Never up that late. Uh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not. Uh, honestly, uh, I can't. I don't know why. Uh, the Christie, he's the second best Jimmy in late night. Jimmy Fallon is is who you're referencing, I think. Uh, Dank climbs. Why is it a problem? It's just words. Why is what a problem? Yeah. Um, Mike Smith, Miss Carson and Letterman. Yeah. David Letterman was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Dink. Letterman was the late night goat. He is, he was exactly right. Uh, Cougar tracks late night has never been that great. None of them come close to the Johnny Carson. show. Well, Johnny, but the problem is Johnny was such a jag off. Like the guy just was, I know a lot of it's, it's funny having worked in entertainment and having worked at major networks, you know, a lot of people, that know a lot of people and Johnny Carson just wasn't a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He was a very vindictive guy. He's, he's Bob Barker. He's like, they have these public personas and what's behind the curtain is very different. So I love the Johnny Carson show. I love David Letterman on the Johnny Carson show. Um, I am old enough at 50 years old to remember Joan Rivers on the Johnny Carson show. Like it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And I loved every minute of it. Harry Austin. Kimmel hate is all because of the red hats. People have lost the ability to think for themselves. Man, that is such a good point. Yeah. And I, I do wish for our own sanity that we could sit across the table from each other. And I, I don't even know what my political affiliation would be anymore.
0: Well, that's the tough part. Like, I I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, you're Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It's like, dude, like the water is so muddy now that I don't even know that, that you can really be like, yeah, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat or like, I mean, it's there, isn't yeah, like, there isn't one. Yeah. There isn't one. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're just, we're living through like, like you look at the economy, like we're living through a time where it's like, Oh, well, the economy was supposed to crash, but it didn't, but housing still expense. Like we're just in this weird time right now where the world is never how it's been. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's wild to me. Um, Oh, gee, Gary, I didn't even know Jimmy made jokes on Donald and COVID. Like I said, I only watched if Kobe was on. He was never funny to me, but to be clear, this is a me problem, not Jimmy. He sucks to me. Well, it is, what. but you don't have to like him. It doesn't mean that we should root for him to be on the Epstein list when he's not. Yeah. And I tweeted it last night because I just got so burned out on it. Stop wishing for people to be on the Epstein list. Do you understand and this goes back to my original point yesterday on the show with the Aaron Rodgers issue. You said with a straight face that Jimmy Kimmel was a pedophile. And that you were and you were okay with that. That's not funny. That's not that should be taken very seriously. You don't tie somebody to Jeffrey Epstein and be like, "Oh yeah, I was just pl- having fun with it." No, it's no, it wasn't. No, you weren't. You were being Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You were being Aaron Rodgers.
0: There's a reason you're notorious at this point. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, come on.
0: Rather infamous.
1: Uh, Jeff Woodworth. I love Bob Barker on Happy Gilmore. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, John DeLon. Jakey goes to bed early to allow his soul patch more time to grow. I think that's exactly right. That's it, man. I miss those old late night shows, WTF says. So do I. I miss Letterman at night. I do, admittedly. One of my favorite Jimmy Kimmel moments was when he interviewed Mike Lindell while Mike was in the claw machine. Okay. I don't recall that. Mike Lindell. (laughs) My pillow. Talk about a guy who fell off. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Illuminerski. What's up, dude? Good to see you. The Tonight Show has been downhill ever since Jack Parr was replaced. (laughs) Well, where's Ed Sullivan? um jack parr that's a name today we only get our political news from memes jeff <laughs> that's you're not that far off you aren't gumby my political affiliation is extra cheese indeed kim coulter lol monty you were a carson leno fan because you're old like me that's exactly right
0: but like was that is it fair to say that that was kind of a was that like a golden era in comedy you didn't, johnny like in carson that, in that genre
1: the, the the 70s and 80s specifically was great comedy Great comedy. It's why I'm a little nervous about Beverly Hills Cop coming back. Like Eddie Murphy in Axel Foley in Beverly Hills Cop, who you've never heard of, is amazing. It's one of the best movie characters we've ever had. Ever. And they're some of the best movies. But Eddie Murphy Raw is one of the funniest things you're ever going to see. When we were driving back from Vegas, uh, from L.A., Mrs. Monty and I... Oh, my God. His name went right out of my head the British comedian guy Golden Globes guy can't think of his name Gervais yeah Ricky Gervais released a new special on Netflix and it sucked It wasn't funny was not funny incredibly disappointing because he is funny but we were in Vegas and went to Jimmy Kimmel's comedy club and it it didn't see Jimmy Kimmel but the guy we saw was hysterical Yeah, like I miss live comedy I miss stand up comedy it's amazing Dank. Just love your neighbor and support your community. Politics are just used to divide poor people. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, the problem with late night shows is the jokes feel like they've been through the focus group. A lot of them feel like that. A lot of them. Uh, right wing, left wing is so dumb. People don't realize it's two wings of the same bird. Yeah, it is. Uh, Robert Fowler. I missed the Letterman top 10 list. Oh man. Remember that when he'd throw the pencil at the T at the, the camera and remember that anthony fsu what's up anthony can't forget george carlin yeah the words you can't say oh my god george carlin was amazing jay leno when he did headlines was hilarious i love to watch old clips of that on youtube especially the names of a couple that got married yeah right uh i'm axel foley damn it that's right gumby uh dank climbs chevy chase and steve martin and eddie murphy golden era yes john candy yes Um, the reason why it was great comedy was because you didn't have to be so politically correct. And we didn't have social media, so we didn't take shit so seriously. Yeah, seriously. We, we could joke about like, I, I grew up as a Reagan Republican, but yeah, I joked about Reagan being crazy and, and Nancy Reagan running the country. Yeah, we did today. Jesus, are you kidding me? People would lose their mind over that. Like, we just didn't take things so seriously when I was a kid. It didn't feel like. And what would you have? Iran, Contra, Oliver North? Okay. But did we really take things as seriously as we do now? I I, I don't know. I think social media dials things up. It does. I think it dials It, it allows
0: people to say things they'd never
1: say. Yeah, it it's crazy to me. All right. Uh, let's get to our non-sports stories of the day. Thanks to our friends at Triday Trading. TridayTrading.com, you guys. You got to stop complaining about your life. So it's funny we bring this up now. But so many people, when I talk about tri-day trading, I guarantee you before I go to bed tonight, I'll get two, three DMs that'll say, is, is day trading real? Is this just a scam so you can make money? Dude, if it was a scam so I can make money or somebody can make money, why would they give you a 30-day trial where there's no commitment afterwards and essentially you pay nothing to be in their program for 30 days? If it was so, day trading... Is a legitimate way for you to make up to a thousand dollars a day. A thousand dollars a day, and the thing that I liken it to is I I I love playing golf. You guys know that, right? There's nothing like hitting majestic driver, and you're just watching that ball fly through the air. There's nothing like hitting buy or sell on your trading software walk away from the computer. It's better for your mental health. (laughs) But when you sit there and you watch that thing jump up and down and you watch your money go up and up and up, man, there's nothing like it. Do you win every trade? You don't. But you know what the best part is? When you go to trydaytrading.com, they teach you how to win every trade. They teach you the leading indicators. They give it to you and they give you simulators. And you work through their program. It's legit. It's real. And you don't have to take my word for it. Make a $10 charitable donation at trydaytrading.com. And they're going to give you their entire program, their coaching, their proprietary software. They're going to teach you their leading indicators, all of that stuff. They give it to you for 30 days. And at the end of that 30 days, you walk away if it's not for you. Nobody walks away because you see the money you should be making at TridayTrading.com. So I'm in trouble. A jack-in-the-box is opening down the street from my house. We are sitting in the office today and even though Jake has a soul patch that looks like a pube patch on his face, um, people in the office actually like to come in our office and I should just stop saying anything else right there, but they actually come into um. the office and we talk. And one of our guys was saying, hey, uh, you guys know that the uh, Jack in the Box is going in on 114th in the district, right? For those of you not in Utah, that's like 10 minutes from my front door. And I am, I am, I am on the wagon of, of fact, thank you to my friends. It, it bucked up. I have lost good weight. I am. I had a great bench press session this morning, did really good cardio. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on the wagon right now. Hopefully that Jack in the box does not open for a long time. Cause that will test my sobriety. It's bad enough that I have to drive by two Dell awesomes <laughs> on the way home. <clears throat> But the fact that Jack in the Box is going to open down the street from my house is Good a Lord. real, real problem. Yeah, it's a problem, dude. It is a real, real problem. And I, I'm just curious, like if you could have any fast food open down the street from your house, what would it be?
0: <sighs> Jack in the Box is definitely there. Uh, How could it not be? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, Dell Awesome has been a revelation. I mean, the Double Dell, seriously, and I'm not even joking. The Double Dell is absolutely one of my favorite fast food burgers.
1: You're going to thank me? You still yeah, like I it.
0: appreciate you, bro. Um, and the idea that you can have the burger, knock down two crunchy tacos and a fry, very much the same formula as Jack, but just higher quality at Dell Awesome. So. Anita Dick and Ming.
1: I love that place. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, man. If Mrs. Monty would let me eat Dell Awesome once a, once a day, I would. She'll disown me if I do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I love. I can't believe that guy said that in a.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know how buddy, like, was confused. You Haves guys in opposition.
1: You guys know that drop is from. And every and I don't play it very often, but every time I play that, oh, did we get rid of it? Oh no, here god, it is. It oh my
0: god. He's in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent.
1: If you have not, you guys, if you have not seen that, go find it. It is one of the greatest things ever. But the point is, dude, I am excited about Jack in the Box opening down the street. Yeah. But the biggest question here is, what is the healthiest?
0: What is the healthiest fast food? Because it got us thinking. Like, okay, if you're going to have fast food down the street from you. At least, like, you know, can we figure out how to make it somewhat healthy? And the answer is no, probably not, according to this list that I conjured up earlier this morning.
1: The healthiest fast foods, number 10, Wendy's Jr. Bacon Cheeseburger.
0: I feel like when I was a kid, Wendy's was amazing. I feel like it's
1: fallen off a little bit. Wendy's, McDonald's, Wendy's, Five Guys, Carl's Jr. did not perform well. They are all on, so this is a 10-point scale. 10 being healthy, zero being dead. Because it's garbage. Wendy's Jr. Cheeseburger, 4.6. Five Guys Cheeseburger, 4.8. I love Five Guys. Mac Deasy, 5.0. Carl's Jr. Hardy, 5.0. D- if Do people still eat at Dairy Queen? Apparently. 5.2. Now here's where we get cooking. Del Taco, Del Cheeseburger. I'm for real. 5.5. 5. Number four, culver's. The most underrated burger, maybe ever, culvers. The butter burger, 5.7. Checkers and rallies. Oh my God. As a Chicago kid, yes. Uh 6.3. The second most healthiest fast food burger in and out, double double, 8.2. Mm-hmm. The most healthy burger in fast food. What a burger.
2: That's bullshit.
1: No, it's not. What a burger with cheese, eight point four—the healthiest burger in fast food.
0: So yeah, to say that I'm stoked about Jack being installed down the street to replace a Carl's Jr. is absolutely true.
1: So they they closed a Carl's Jr. and they're replacing it with Jack in the Box. Hell yeah, Upgrade. which for Upgrade me, you. for me is amazing. I think it is absolutely spectacular. Let me upgrade you. Spectacular. Which does not nearly cover the issue at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so do you like in Prim? I believe it was Prim. Pink Pink dot Don Donuts? I think it was Pink Box. Pink Box. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Pink Box. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> And there's a place called Pink box Donuts that I am I am not a huge fan of, but they did have one thing that was amazing a blueberry fritter. Oh, dude, if you have not tried blueberry donuts, say hard. One, I pity you because you're way too thin. Two, you're not living your life right because blueberry donuts are amazing. amazing. You probably just don't want to get them at Dunkin' Brands. A customer filed a negligence lawsuit against Dunkin', claiming he was injured. You guys ready for this? By an exploding toilet at one of the coffee chain's locations in Central Florida. Why is it always in Florida? This dude is seeking $100,000. It's Florida. What do you mean? He's seeking $100,000 in a lawsuit filed Wednesday. Claiming severe and long-term injuries following the explosion of a toilet in the men's room at a Dunkin' in Winter Park, Florida. The plaintiff says he was covered in human feces, urine, and debris. Oh! He walked out of the men's room seeking help from workers and a store manager. An employee told him they were aware of the problem with the toilet since their Uh, had been previous incidents. Without diving into further details about the explosion, the lawsuit says the plaintiff suffered, quote, bodily injury and he has required mental health care and counseling since the toilet exploded on his ass over a year ago.
0: Dude. I I, know. First of all, (laughs) <laughs> bro as uh, a
1: known public pooper dude which i am not now if i got to go to the bathroom but is this part of the reason you do not like pooping yeah, on dude, any throne I, not any, your own you know
0: cleanliness uh you know usability reliability like no dude i'm not interested no
1: i'm also because i'm working out and i'm losing weight and oh yeah there's a lot more offloading two times a day every day and one of them is always in the building here but i'm not using any throne i go down to one particular throne because it's reliable it's it's isolated it's behind a locked door and it's almost never dirty and i take my dude wipes and i wipe the toilet seat anyway you should uh because I'm not the guy that puts paper on the toilet no. seat. You're an idiot. I that's the only thrill that I generally do. Now, listen, if I'm in a ball game, I'm not going to the I'm not taking the boys to the super. I meant no kids not dropping the kids off at kids the pool. Kids ain't going to the pool. Nah, fam. I'll wait till I get home. But what do you do when you're the toilet explodes? Like, and it really
0: says something that you wanted to take a dump at a Dunkin' Donuts. Man. Like, come on, bro. You really had to go. Yeah.
1: Boss Frog. Ate Bojangles like 10 times. Okay, I need to stop the show right here. I've never had Bojangles. <laughs> I need it in my life because Bojangles. it is supposedly amazing. Um, It was spectacular. I need some Bojangles in my they life. They have them here. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Do they really? Yeah. You'll we'll have to frequent that at some point. Uh, it's fair. They should LeBron LeBron. Okay. Whatever that means. do be fresh out. I got used to using seat covers in college. Oh, Gross. Man, you really think that paper is going to save you, bro? Gross. Sergeant Green, blueberry donuts are a game changer. I know. <laughs> yes. Duncan is garbage, OG Gary says, apparently. Uh, There's a reason I get gas at Sefco or QT in Texas. The bathrooms are always... QT is the... You know what the the other thing that we need to talk about? Los Angeles has a real problem with shitty convenience stores. How come there's no QTs in LA? How come there's not... Like the the convenience store in Los Angeles is Mm -hmm. 7-Eleven. How come there's no QT or Maverick or... There is not a single good convenience store in LA loves that's a truck stop. Yeah, I know but they have. They're not in the truck stop conference. Well, that's a good point. My bad. My point is a loves would be tremendous, but if you have to, if you have to offload your, your freight in an emergency situation, it'd be nice if there was a QT. If there was, and, and it's been, I it's been since I moved away from Arizona that I've been to a QT. It's I, I need them in my life because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you were at a QT? Uh, a week ago in Kansas City. <laughs> You're a cock. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> Maverick is amazing. It is. It is the best convenience store in Utah, Arizona, or Nevada. But, dude, I gotta tell you, man, I don't know what Creflo Dollar is. It's, I believe that's Bro. what Sefco, Cref, Creflo Dollar, now is owned. Creflo, Creflo Dollar. Owned convenience. In God's name, image, and likeness. Creflo Dollar, he, last is his name to some convenience stores. Damn. Amen. God bless. Um, bathrooms and convenience. I do not go to bathroom. This the is a code kind of I'll stand and empty the tanks, but I will not sit and offload freight at a truck stop. not doing it. Yeah. I am not doing it. Gnar. Uh Bucky's will change your life. See, everybody says that. Next time we uh, we've got to go to a Bucky's. No QT or Maverick here either. However, we do not have Circle K like
0: down south. No Lawsons nah, like in Ohio. Circle K is not it, dude. Circle K is bad. No. Uh
1: any, it's because 7-Eleven has contracts with the city of Los Angeles. That's why if you leave Los Angeles, not even that far, you can get uh other convenience stores. Really, I was unaware of that. I was unaware of that. Cougar tracks. Since the truck stock conference took over, the restrooms have improved. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. Maury Alvarez. I love all fritters. Also Florida be Florida. I mean, it's only here where someone will hold up a fast food restaurant with an alligator.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it, it, I, I mean, I think I need to know, did this happen in Florida? Uh,
2: but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court... Dude,
0: the haymaker at the end, though. Okay, first of all... How did
1: a Florida man wind up in a Nevada courtroom? But you guys, just hold on. It watch the leap over the bench.
2: Yeah, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. Listen to, to what he said. The- <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at the hey, He
1: cleared the bench. Hey. Hey.
0: He cleared the- you guys. Buddy is first team all criminal combine, bro. You
2: guys. Yeah, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because. I just can't with that history. Listen so how quickly the go side this goes.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, my God.
1: God. And watch the guy in the suit. I just want you guys to watch the guy in the suit sitting. It'd be screen right to the judge's left.
2: But I think it's time that he gets a taste. Of watch the,
1: the dude right there looking at the screen. I
2: just can't with that history.
1: Just focus on his
2: face.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, watch what that guy does. Just watch. He's going to start letting him go. Dude.
0: Bro. What the hell was that? the commitment to the jump is
1: impressive the commitment to getting to the judge you got to have Kahanas. and no brains to go after a judge then when you drop that mother dude f- you're me. going after a judge and he was just like the and you got to go watch the full video cuz he says i'm a change man i'm no longer using drugs and then the judge chimes in, and, and you hear what she
2: says, right? Yeah, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else, because I just can't with that history. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada, this court... Not... I'm that bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm for real. I'm for real.
2: Then, the other
1: part of this, just from now on, watch the judge's face. Just, I want you to stare at her face. Yeah,
2: but I think it's time that he gets a Smiling. taste of something else, because... I just can't with that. History. Watch her face. In accordance with the laws of state of this court. Comes- oh, 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 hey. Whoa, Whoa. Hey, hey,
1: hey. Oh so Now focus on the guard. Focus on the cop here. Because this homie is going to be
2: on Watch this right here.
0: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. So don't even think about messing with me. Y'all want to play.
1: How long is he in solitary?
0: Some shit happen.
1: I mean, you got to lock months. him up. At, you got to lock him up at the MCU.
0: Yeah, months, dude.
1: Because <laughs> how does that even happen? How do, and and n- 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 I could not jump over the bench. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I I could I don't have the vert. I don't have the vert. I play golf for a reason. I don't have the vert, dude. Nah, I don't have the vert, and that was unbelievably That's impressive. That's one of the most
0: impressive jumps we've seen in some time. I, I mean, that is, what is a, what is a judge's bench? 10 feet tall? Oh, it's gotta be. No, not
1: 10 feet tall. Probably seven feet tall. At least. At least. I mean, I, I don't even, I don't even know. I, I it, like, and the, the, the other thing is he got there. He got there. He got home. Like he got to the quarterback. Yeah, what are
2: you, the Michigan? Oh, I think it's time that he gets a taste of. Watch her. Watch. Watch her body. Like, like get and yanked backward. He got home.
1: good night now. He got to her. Like that's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Whoa, bro. bro.
1: Dude, he got home. He, like, that is terrifying to watch. Terrifying to watch. Like, I I don't even. What are the people saying? Have you guys ever watched court cam? No, I have not. I only watch Hot Bench. Uh, They show footage like this all the time. It's hysterical. Dude, I don't know if it's hysterical, but goddamn, How do you ever get back on the bench if you're that woman? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I really don't know. Uh, OG Gary, judge, jury, and execution her. Well, he, he tried. He disagreed with the sentencing guidelines. <laughs> he tried. Uh, those stands and furniture aren't small to jump that easily. No, they're not. No, they're not. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It is. That's a c- gnar. Kim Coulter, that jump was unbelievable. It was. Aaron Wilson, Air Jordan. Maury Alvarez, I could clear the ver- uh, the the vertical with an aid of a trampoline. Seriously. Crazy. They will add on a few more years. Yeah, I'm going to say that sentence just got longer. Four more years, slick. The Todd father. Was the judge hurt? Also, the left hook. Damn. I don't think the judge was hurt. I think the judge was... I think the word was shaken up. Mm-hmm. Um, she was not seriously injured.
0: But your point about him getting home is real. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's... Uh, like... I mean, good Lord. Yeah, the um,
1: moments after a defendant in a felony battery case tried to convince a Nevada judge he was turning his violent past around. He leaped over a defense table in a judge's bench, landing on top of her and sparking a bloody brawl. That's crazy. I know, Risa. Judge Mary Kay Holthus, falling back from her seat against the wall as a defendant flung himself over the judge's bench. Grabbed her hair, toppled the American flag. The judge suffered injuries but was not hospitalized. The defendant, Diobra Deleon Redden, (laughs) three names. What the fuck are you? Always three names. Was jailed on $54,000 bail and refused to return to court on Thursday on new charges, so a judge rescheduled his appearance for January 9th. He's 30, faces 13 counts, including extortion and coercion with force. Seven of the new counts are battery on a protected person referring to the judge and officers who came to her aid. Oh, some who were seen throwing punches in the courtroom, including one marshal was hospitalized for treatment of a bleeding gash on his forehead and a dislocated shoulder. Damn. God damn. Damn. District Attorney Steve Wolfson said the suspect's criminal record is marked by mostly violent offenses, including prior convictions for three felonies and nine misdemeanors. Gosh, I can't
0: imagine why this guy would do such a thing. Here's a
1: shocker. The defense attorney, Cesar Al declined to comment Thursday. (laughs) Nah, bro. We're not touching that one. Nah.
0: We got to run this back just one more time. I got to see this dude
1: clearing this bench, dude. Nah, F you that be That's got to be
0: a drop, Jake Yeah, can, can we play just, just, I, I was debating this OG, Gary Because it's a little fuzzy, you know It's kind of hard to hear yeah,
2: But I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else Because I just can't with that that's a drop. In accordance with the laws of state of Nevada I'll
1: give him credit, too Because he's wearing green pants Dude Dude <laughs> Hey, uh, do you have anything to say about your client jumping over the bench? Uh, No, I no 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 man, I got who the fuck is that guy? Did you see his vert? I'm not going to say nothing because, man, that is that's absolutely wild. That that, and that's what's happening. Uh, Lincoln Riley just offered him a scholarship. Oh my God, that's got to be a drop. Uh, Eric Wasikowski for five dollars. Next poll you guys should do is more political. Uh, is no more political talk. Twenty twenty four being a tense year, we need a break. Yeah, no, no, we don't generally do it much. Yeah, and there's a lot to talk about. That wrong show. Gumby nailed it. Yeah, that's right. Offer him a scholarship. Gumby says, uh, "Fight on." Good vibes. I agree. Good vibes. Good vibes by all, including the advocates. Theadvocates.com. the best injury attorneys in the business you get hurt jumping over a judge's bench you probably don't want to call the advocates <laughs> don't call the advocates because uh yeah it's your fault uh if you've been in a car wreck with all this winter weather that's coming get to the advocates.com they're the best injury attorneys in the business they have empathy for you and most of all they can employ that empathy because they have experience to handle whatever you are dealing with the Chapman the Attorney, live online for free, 365, 24-7, theadvocates.com. Don't forget, tomorrow's giving Friday, $100 Amazon gift card. Show me your bucked up until tomorrow. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.